1: Welcome to Geek 5
2: Live. What's
1: going on, Geek World? Welcome to another episode of Geek Vibes Live, episode, who are we kidding? We don't ever count it. Um, we have a <laughs> packed show tonight. Uh, it is myself, as you can obviously tell. Also, Joel is here. What's going on, Joel? What's
3: up, what's up?
1: Uh, Kanan, a.k.a. Silent Assassin, is here. What's going on, kan- Kanan?
4: It's going good. It's another great week of news. So, I'm ready to talk about it. Absolutely.
1: And we have uh, Mr. Breaking News himself, Dan. What's going on, Dan?
2: Mm. Hey, how's
5: it going, guys? I'm ready to get geeky. Oh,
2: Let's, get geeky.
5: <laughs>
1: Let's get. Let's get swifty and geeky. Um, all right. I so like so the we're geeky. You like the geeky one? You don't want to get swifty.
2: Yeah.
4: Um, no, I don't to, no, I don't want to get swifty. <laughs> I don't want man, to or sh- I don't want to get sweaty or swifty today. I want to get geeky. So let's get. geeky. you want to get super all geeky. All right, schwifty. let's get geeky. Let's get geeky, but we're gonna sneak some swifty
1: in there. Um, all right. So I want to start off with this. We were gonna start off with the Inhumans news, but I don't think that's news to anyone. Uh, we're gonna start off with the Tomb Raider trailer um we got a brand new well our first look at um alicia vikander as laura croft uh we had an official poster i believe the day before uh like a few days ago and then the day after that dropped we got the official trailer um i'll start off by saying after seeing the trailer it didn't blow me away but that's not to scare anyone it was kind of like a teaser trailer um, so was just to give you a few glances of um the premise, the idea of what the movie's gonna be and what she looks like as um Laura Cross. She looks amazing. The story I, I still have to kind of see a little bit more, hear a little bit more about uh the story itself. But um Joel, what were your thoughts on the first official trailer of Tomb Raider?
3: Uh, I'm not, I agree, man. Uh, it didn't blow me away or anything, but I did enjoy what I saw. I mean, comparing... I never actually played the new games, and it looked a lot more like the newer games, which which is a good thing, because the newer games are very, very beloved, and I hear they're very, very good. And I would like to go back and try them out, and maybe this movie will push me to that edge. But uh, as of right now, I, did, I thought the trailer was okay. It wasn't that bad. And she looks great, by the way.
1: She does look great. Um, I, I think... And we'll get into the second half of this topic, which is should video game movies uh, continue? Um, I'm actually looking on HBO right now, and for some odd reason, Assassin's Creed is coming on. And, you know, when I first <laughs> yeah. saw that initial trailer, I was like, oh man, this movie's going to be insane. Michael Fassbender, uh, mm-hmm. an Assassin's Creed movie, this is going to be insane. And then we sat down. And then Joelle fell asleep for the beginning. I think I fell asleep for the end. So so Thanks. that didn't end up too well. So I, that's why I said no need to be nervous if you weren't blown away. It was a teaser trailer. Um, the first official full-length trailer, and then when we get closer to the release, is when you start to make up your, your mind on what you think this movie has potential to be or lack of potential. Kanan, um, what were your initial thoughts on the Tomb Raider trailer?
4: Um, well, initially, um, I, well, I guess let me say that I didn't go into watching this trailer with the mindset of it being a true video game adaptation. I, I've kind of uh, quit believing that Hollywood can make a really good video game. So I just kind of looked at it for what it, for what it was going to be, an action-adventure type movie. Um, I'm I'm really big on Alicia Vikander. She's a great actress. Uh, I think the trailer showed that she's really committed herself to the role. Um, I thought the trailer I thought the trailer was really good for what it was. Uh, if you look at it, like I said, if you look at it as it being just a movie with the Tomb Raider name, then I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised and enjoy it. If you go into it thinking it's a video game adaptation then you're not, I don't think you're going to enjoy it as much. But I, I the trailer was was really good, and I agree. It, it was a teaser, uh, but, I mean, it showed it's got potential. I love Walton Goggins, uh, and that right there is another uh, sell for me on the movie. Um,
1: I see what you're saying, and I agree. I think if you've had a bad taste of video game movies, you should go into it taking out the concept that it'll be accurate to the game and just watch it for what, it, what it's going to be, which is just like an action adventure, like you said. I think for some of us, though, um, I'll speak for myself, Max Payne and Assassin's Creed are two of my all-time favorite games. And those are possibly some of the shittiest movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> um, so it kind of scares me. Now, Tomb Raider, a game I got into maybe a few years ago, um, the, the newer games, those games are amazing. And it's now like I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, alright, it's another beloved video game that I'm now betting on you guys to to do it some justice. Not full justice, just some justice. But Dan, uh, what were your thoughts of the initial Tomb Raider trailer? Um,
5: I think we're 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 probably all in sync here. Uh I wasn't blown away by it, but you know what? If it is gonna be that teaser trailer where it doesn't give too much of the story, it just kinda Says, hey, there's a Tomb Raider movie coming out, and this is this is what it looks like, or at least what it looks like so far. I think it did its job for that. I think she looks great as Lara Croft. Um, now, I think I think the it, it wanted to differentiate itself from the Angelina Jolie movies, and I think it did that pretty well. Like, it doesn't look like she's all that immersed into the tomb raiding world. Uh, at probably at the beginning of the movie, I'm not I'm not sure that's the vibe I got, but uh, I did like the callback at the end of the trailer with the uh, the pistols that she was holding because they look exactly like the Angelina Jolie pistols. Um, so uh, I didn't love the trailer, but I didn't hate it. I'm I'm eager to see another one, and if that is kind of middle of the road for me, I'll still see the movie because I want there to be a good video game movie. Um, but, uh, it definitely interests me. It definitely interests me.
1: Um, I do want to point one thing out. Uh, as much as we slam video game movies, these last three that have come out, um, you know, well, let me not say last three, these last two, Assassin's Creed, and then I'm going back to Max Payne. I don't know if there's been, you guys can, you guys can let me know if there's been another one in between those, in between Max Payne. Oh, Warcraft! Warcraft! There we go. Warcraft wasn't bad, but to yeah. be fair, never played the game, so I didn't have any thoughts going into it. I just really enjoyed it for what it was. Um, so then I'll speak to I'll speak to Max Payne and um, Assassin's Creed. Uh, one thing we don't mention when we uh, completely obliterate these films:
2: Mark Wahlberg
1: <laughs> as Max Payne and uh, Michael Fassbender as um, you know the assassin. They weren't bad. The movie and everything else around that is what was horrible. Um, So I think when you look at them for those qualities, like they just did a good job portraying those characters. Um, The movie itself was horrible. I'll even say Prince of Persia, Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't bad. That movie was just bad. Another game that I loved until I saw the movie. Haven't played the game since um, so these video game movies they just really scare me. So, Kanan, I'll start off with you. If Tomb Raider,
2: huge if,
1: isn't well received and you and you personally see it and don't really like it, do you think they should start putting an axe to video game movies? Mm, no,
4: I don't think that the I, I don't think that they'll put an axe. The video game movies. I think video games uh, are so huge, and they—I mean—they're like they're bigger than almost like comic books, and, and, and in some way, they're even bigger than movies, just because all the streamers and the content creators for them. So, uh, I don't think they will. I think Hollywood sees them uh, as potential, you know. And we still have the uh, um, the un- no, is it uh, the Uncharted movie that they're working on. Um, yeah, with Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Tom Holland. I'm excited Hollywood, for that. Uh, I've, I, you know, there's supposed to be a, there's supposed to be a Call of Duty-type uh, movie coming out. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think Hollywood will put an X to them. I think Hollywood just kind of like, hey, you know, these are going to put butts in seats because of the name. Um, but like I said, it's just – I don't think we're going to get a true adaptation, which is sad because, you know, all the source material is right there for them to make a, a really good movie. You know, you could just take the game and adapt it, you know, pretty much the, the storyline that was in the game. You know, maybe a little a few tweaks here and there. Uh, but, I mean, you could pretty much adapt it uh, to the movie world. Uh, so, no, I, I, don't, I don't see it. I think if they were going to stop, they would have stopped after uh, Mortal Kombat. I mean, they've continued to make movie games. uh hey, to make games hey, careful. Or to make movies.
2: To make movies. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Mortal Kombat 1, I do like. The second one was terrible. So, I mean,
2: yeah, oh, yeah, was, Annihilation yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah but,
4: yeah, but if they were going to stop, they would have stopped after that. I mean, uh, I actually liked Max Payne for what it was. Um, mm-hmm. Now, uh, Assassin's Creed had so much potential, and that had such a great cast, but that movie was abysmal. And... Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't justify it in any way. Like I didn't even like it enough to ever watch it again. I just don't think it was good at yeah, all. I, mean, yeah. I, I mean, It was almost. Yeah, it was. I, I was just sitting there the whole time, like, "What is this? This is terrible." Like, I mean, what is going on here? There's like nothing remotely good about this movie. Uh, but <laughs> I see bad? potential. But I. But I liked the uh, Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies, what they were. So, like I said, I'm not were, going yeah. to go into Tomb Raider. Yeah, I'm not going to go into Tomb Raider and and say. Uh, oh, my gosh, this wasn't a true video game movie. I mean, you've got Lara Croft, you've got the name Tomb Raider. Uh, you know, they're going to base it around that. So, like I said, you just got to go into this with an open mind, and hopefully, you know, it will be uh, better than Assassin's Creed. So,
1: um, Well, yeah, no, I completely get what you're saying. What what I was really trying to get to is do you think they should still do this? And from what you broke down, you do think they should still keep keep at it. Um, well, yeah, because I mean, you
4: never know. I mean, yeah, because you never know. I mean, they may hit a home run. I mean, I charted maybe a really great movie. So, I mean, like I said, oh, the, no. the, the games, I mean, I just don't want them to stop. I mean, that, Hollywood's not going to stop making movies, and they're not going to stop making video games. So, if the property's hot, then they'll, they'll make them. I mean, it uh I mean they I don't think they've made another well, I mean they keep making board game movies. I mean I guess you could consider Jumanji but I mean we've even we got a battleship game and uh I mean the next will probably be clues. So I mean like I said, Hollywood doesn't care uh so much about uh whether or not it's truly adapted. They're just gonna throw whatever's out there if someone will you know will pay to see it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. I, I definitely get you. Um I will say this, a video game movie that's coming out that I think could possibly break the mold of these bad video game movies, um, Steve G- Gahan, however you pronounce his last name, he's directing The Division movie with Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain. Now, that's another video game I really did enjoy that, I mean, you kind of hear the name Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain and you immediately assume this should be good. Like, I mean, you have the tools there for it to be a good movie. Uh, Two of the best actors in the business right now. Um, So that's definitely a video game movie to look forward to also. Um, You know, like I said, it, it it was a teaser trailer, Um, so I'm not judging it that much, but it's one of those things where it's like even teaser trailers should excite you in some capacity, um, enough to where you're, you're dying for the, uh, the extended trailer. This didn't really do it for us is kind of what we were all saying. Um, so Dan, do you think video game movies should should continue? Like, do you think they should keep making them if every time they do, I'll even throw pixels in there. Every time they do, their box their box office the drags. It's not uh, the same, no. but
5: still. Uh absolutely I think they should keep going. I think you should always keep going no matter what what it what we're talking about. Um like if you if you look at a list of really bad superhero movies, like I just got a list in front of me right now. So you have Superman uh three, you have Superman four. Uh, then you have Batman and Robin. You have Steel and Catwoman all coming back to back, and then Constantine, which is in, which is in terrible, but it's not great. But then you have Batman Begins right after that. Okay, and then if you're looking at Marvel movies, there's there's a um, There was a Fantastic Four movie made in uh, 1994, and before that, there was a 1990s Captain America movie that was terrible. There was The Punisher in 89 with Dolph Lundgren, but then, a couple years later, after the Fantastic Four movie, we have Blade, and then we have X-Men, and then we have Blade 2 and Spider-Man, so you just kind of have to just see what doesn't work. And then, and then figure out what does and maybe go in a different direction. And maybe Tomb Raider was going to do that. But I have to agree with you that The Division, I, I totally forgot about that movie. I totally forgot that it was going to be made. But it's directed by Stephen Gagan. And it's written by Tom Clancy, or at least he came up with the idea for it. And Stephen Gagan is also writing the screenplay. Stephen Gagan won a, an Oscar for writing Traffic. And he, I believe he was nominated for an Oscar for Syriana. So this guy knows how to write. He definitely knows how to direct. And if he's got Jessica Chastain and he's got Jake Gyllenhaal, everything looks like it would be trending in the right direction. So maybe that's the first one. I, th- I think that's a good, that's a good poll for sure.
1: Yeah, no, that's why I, when we were talking about it, I was like, let, let's not forget that movie because there's so many great things. Uh, around that movie that you're just like, all right, well, you can't mess this up. I hope you just have too many great qualities instilled into it. Um, So I wanted to make sure we didn't forget that. Uh, That's definitely something really fun to look forward to. Um, uh, That Division movie, Jake Gyllenhaal, man. Mm -hmm. I I can't wait to see him in an action movie with Jessica Chastain. That's just going to be a lot of fun. And
2: And Gyllenhaal's a producer on it, too. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. See, a lot of these actors, uh, and this goes against the point I tried to make to you last week, Kanan, a lot of these actors are fans of these video games, fans of these heroes and stuff like that, and they can't wait to work on these projects. So um, it, it's really fun to know that they're invested into it uh, more than just like, hey, I want to make a quick buck. So that's always good. that's what's um, That's what's really interesting
5: about Assassin's Creed, though, is because Fassbender was a producer on it, so everybody's like, okay, Fassbender's producing this movie. He's starring in the movie. It's got to be good. He's got to have a vested interest, and he knows what he has, and then blah. So I don't know.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I agree. See, I think the problem Fassbender came into that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal might come into himself is, Everyone always goes, oh, well, Ben Affleck's going to produce, or, oh, Robert Downey mm-hmm. Jr.'s going to produce. This can't be bad. Mm-hmm. They forget mm-hmm. there's a level on top of a producer. It's called a studio. And mm-hmm. whatever you whatever you give the studio, they have to weed through it and make sure they're okay with it. And if they're not, mm-hmm. you get a theatrical version of BVS in, instead of the extended version that gave us more detail that we needed. You know what I'm saying? So there, there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, outside of just someone being like, Yeah, I'm the producer, I'll make sure this is a film you guys love and then when we can see it we're like,
4: you? Oh huh. Uh, I was gonna say, can you I you say jump can in in for a second while we were still talking about Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh yeah, go ahead. I, I yeah. He he is a great he is a great actor and I have very much I have a lot of faith in him. But I mean, how do you how did y'all feel about his uh his previous uh foray into video games slash movies with Prince of Persia?
1: I like, I said before, like I said before, I didn't have a problem with his performance whatsoever. The movie itself, which could have been the director, could have been the script, could have been the studio issue, uh, all that surrounding the film was horrible. Uh, even I remember even the marketing was horrible, uh, which was weird because the video game was out around that time and the marketing was still trash.
2: Um,
1: but Jake Gyllenhaal himself didn't do anything wrong in my eyes. I thought he was pretty good. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I don't like, think uh, I don't think his race is what they should have went for, but I get it and it worked for me cuz I didn't have a problem with him. Everything else was hot garbage. So, I don't am I'm, I'm not holding that against him whatsoever. Same as if Mark Wahlberg came out tomorrow and was like, "Hey, I'm doing a video game movie." I'm not holding Max Payne against him. I thought I thought he did a good job for what was given to him. I thought everything else was horrible. I can't even remember who the director was for that. I think everything else, else around that movie was horrible. But I don't blame yeah. him for that at all. So I would never hold things like that against these uh, actors, actors or actresses. Yeah. Um, all
2: right.
1: So, oh, okay. Some other huge news we got. So after oh, years of te- years of teasing us, uh looks like we have an official release date for The Punisher. Um no. it's a perfect day. It's a perfect day. Friday, October the 13th, so we have a Friday the 13th release of The Punisher. Um, that's just that just screams greatness to me. If that is the actual day, genius. By whether whether it's from Netflix or Marvel, whoever decided on that day, genius. I assume that means Whatever Punishing is coming is going to be brutal as shit. Uh, which is, a, like I said, amazing day for it to come out. Joel, you've been waiting for this as much as
3: all of us have.
1: What are your yeah. thoughts on the rumored release date of Friday
3: the 13th for The Punisher? I am super-duper excited. Uh, as a fan of the Marvel Netflix series, I'm super-super anticipating this one in particular. Uh, I, I, I just, I'm super excited. I'm super happy it's coming out earlier than I expected because I know there was rumors that it was going to come out in November. So now that we know it's actually coming out in October, it's like a month earlier, and it's like two weeks before Stranger Things. So October, and I have shit to watch in October between that and Stranger Things. So I'm, I'm super psyched. I, I can't wait. The trailer was amazing. It was a, that was a great trailer. It had the Metallica playing in the beginning. Great trailer. I mean, it looks like it's going to be a good show, so I'm really excited.
1: Um, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Uh, what I wanted to ask you on top of that is, oh. does this have potential to be the best Marvel Netflix show to date?
3: Uh, yes, I would say it has the potential to get uh, right up there with the Daredevil series. So, uh, if it can get Dare there, Double then that's just one or two. Success. Uh, both. Daredevil I, season them. one or two, both. Yeah, both. So, cuz I got I okay. hold one and two like right next to each other. It's kind of hard to pick one over the other. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. The main reason why I wanted to ask that is cuz I had a lot of people that uh gave a lot of acclaim to the second season of Daredevil
3: to yeah. the
1: wild success of how accurate the Punisher was.
3: Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I tried
1: to argue that, but then I couldn't because I'm like like, they even got the comic aspect of it with Daredevil being chained to the the chimney or whatever that thing was mm-hmm. uh, with the, the gun taped in it. Like, that was genius, man. That was genius. Yep. And I'll, no. I'll say this to stairway kind of loop back fight. into the... Right, the stairway fight and everything. I'll even say this to loop into the conversation we just had on that last topic. A lot of these superhero movies are made to um, appease non-comic book fan uh, readers. Just the average moviegoer. So that's why when we see a lot of these things, it's like, oh, damn, it's Civil War, but not Civil War. But what I love about that is these guys still find ways to give us pieces from these comics that were like, ah, I see that. You're appeasing to the average moviegoer, but you still kept this comic fan in mind. And you always have to love and respect that. So the point I was trying to make was these video game movies, you don't have to make them pure adaptations of the video game. But you can have a couple of things in these video games um, that kind of give us a wink to you knowing that most of your uh, fan base are people who actually played the game. For example, when Doom came out, albeit that movie was pretty bad, I love that they went to uh, where you only saw the gun. From the video game, like that was pretty dope. That was pretty dope that they added that in the last uh, that last yeah. big scene uh, towards first the end of the movie. Video. Right, first person. So that was that was a really great touch. A lot of these video games could kind of take on things like that to kind of just make them a little bit pure to the the video game itself. But Dan, uh, what were your thoughts on the Punisher getting an official release date, uh, especially of Friday the Thirteenth?
5: So if this is going to be the release date, I'm happy for two reasons. One, because, again, like you said, that's an awesome release date to have. It's, it's leading up to Halloween, and and people are getting into, okay, I'm I'm willing to watch a scary movie now, like people that wouldn't normally do that. So with Stranger Things coming out and all that kind of stuff, you don't want it com- conflicting with Stranger Things because then no. Punisher might not get as love, much love as we want. Um, exactly, yeah. The trailer looks amazing. He was arguably the best part of Daredevil Season 2, I'm very excited for it. And the second reason I'm excited for this to be the release date, if that's what it's going to be, is that because there was that rumor that Marvel was just waiting to release The Punisher on Netflix when Justice League comes out. So uh, I'm happy
3: that it got out of the way.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if they're not going to do that, because I know they've done that before, I can't remember what it was. Uh, maybe it was uh, uh, Wonder Woman. Right for with, um, yeah. Uh, so I can't like remember week, what movie it was Yeah. Anyway, uh, season
4: two before Batman v Superman came out. The, there uh, you, uh, go. The, there the you go. Same, like week the week before, before the same week. Yeah.
5: Exactly. So I know I know they try to do those things, that, or the, or they release a trailer right after DC or or DC does something to Marvel, so all that kind of stuff. So I'm just glad that they're separating them, and everybody can have love, and they can all watch what they want to watch, and have time to watch it. So that's what I'm excited
4: about.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm completely with you. Canon. what
3: are your thoughts?
4: Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I, I felt like this was going to be, uh, you know, with them not revealing the date, uh, I almost felt like it was going to come out in October sometime. Uh, I, I think that there's enough time between its release date and Stranger Things uh, for people to be able to enjoy both. I just didn't really see it coming in, coming out in November. Uh, if it did, it probably would have been like a second week in November because I just feel like November, December are too crowded with you know people uh, shopping and other TV and movies and other stuff being on that people just really wouldn't be uh, as focused. So it's a great month for it because, uh, and it's a stacked month for Netflix. So it's only going to bode well for them between the people watching Punisher and watching uh, Stranger Things, uh, but yes, the trailer was amazing. Uh, using Metallica's one,
3: uh, mm. I mean, to
4: be honest with you, like I love that song. It just, like, got me listening to it, even you know, even this week just after. it. But uh, mm. to reiterate what you were saying earlier about, do I think it'll be uh, the best? Uh, at first, I, I I thought Defenders would be, uh, but after seeing the trailer, I really think Punisher has the potential to be. The best. I think it even has potential, uh, depending on the villain and some of the uh, the co you know the co-stars and you know the side characters in Punisher. I think it does have has the ability to be uh, the best Marvel Netflix series. Uh, Daredevil just has so many great uh, um, side characters, you know, and uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. So I mean, they're going to have to really step mm-hmm. up their game for the villain. Uh, And Punisher for it because I don't think that show will be number one just based on uh, John Bernthal as Punisher because Daredevil is not number one because of Charlie Cox as Daredevil. I mean, you've got so many pieces that make that show great. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be a good month for Netflix. So I'm I'm definitely I'm glad it's coming out when it does. You know, I'm excited for that because I can binge watch Punisher and then I can go right into Stranger Things.
3: Word.
1: Uh, a few things, few things I wanted to to address from what you were just saying. Um, one, Joel, correct me if I'm wrong, but Jigsaw is one of the villains for uh, Punisher, right?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, Friday the Thirteenth is perfect
2: <laughs> because yeah. no, Jigsaw no, it's is not, a it's not, perfect villain.
4: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't meaning like the character himself. I'm talking about the person who plays him. You know, Vincent D'Onofrio is amazing. I think they got a pretty yeah. good. Yeah,
1: I think they got a pretty well, I mean, good what, actor to portray uh, Jigsaw.
4: I know, but they had a really good actress to portray the villain in uh, Defenders, and I mean, we kind of saw what happened when people started watching. this kind of like, eh, you know. So, uh, I mean, we can't really well, just go wait, based off you, of the actress who the to be actor talking, playing the villain. Wait, <laughs> time out. Are you talking
1: Sigourney Weaver? Yes, I'm talking Sigourney Weaver. Who else? All right, are you well that about? doesn't timeout. That doesn't count because she technically wasn't a villain. She didn't do anything. Uh, really? I don't think we have to worry about that for Jigsaw.
3: No, I wasn't Jigsaw really is definitely
1: getting his hands dirty. Uh, well, switch, no, I, I agree with Kanan. I agree with Kanan. I was completely disappointed with Sigourney Weaver. Oh, I know.
3: You guys uh, had way more invested in that character than I did.
1: <laughs> well, no. You were just you were promoting her as the main villain, and she did nothing but sit down and eat all day. So I was yeah, just really yeah, confused yeah. on... I just <laughs> never saw how she could be effective.
4: Mar- I think that's the way <laughs> the show marketed her. And we were just kind of like, yeah, that's and, you know, that's
2: what,
4: yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, Punisher, you know, this guy that plays Jigsaw, gotta, he's got to come out and nail it. I'm not saying he can't, but that's what makes Daredevil great is the, you know, mm-hmm. Lodi Young and Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio mm-hmm. and just all the pieces of that show. Punisher cannot just, you know, live off John Bernthal as, as right. Punisher. I mean, because, well, because he was great in Daredevil Season 2. His whole you're only as good as you greatest villain.
2: That's true.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I will say, um, Defenders, after watching it again, if not for Elektra, I would have completely hated uh, that second half of that series. Uh, Thank goodness they actually got a true villain to come out of everything they were trying to set up there. I do agree with you, Joel. Seeing the name Sigourney Weaver, we probably should have realized she wasn't really going to be, like, fighting anyone. I just thought she was going to have a mystical... I thought she was going to have a yeah, medical background where she was using power.
3: Kind of did. Not just but, yeah, I know, me. I know what you mean. I know what you You know what I'm, I'm saying? saying? I, that, I just personally, I personally did not see that. I didn't, I didn't think that was – I I always figured she was just going to be the one giving orders and shit. And that's exactly what she was uh, to me. That's why I, it just it hit me a little differently. I thought.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. And I'm, I'm not taking that away from you at all. I just – I thought they kind of – the way they were building it up and then what we ended up getting –
3: Eh, I know. Kind of I, know. I know. That's why I, that's why I um, disappointed a lot of people. I understand.
2: Yeah,
1: let's get into something else that's news, but not really news, especially to Joel, um, after he spent his money to see this. Uh, Indians uh, uh. done after one <laughs> season. Uh, now, before I get into this, I saw someone, and I won't bring their name into it because you'll be, you know, giving them more notoriety than than you want. But I saw on Facebook somewhere, someone had the nerve to say, I don't get why people are so shocked by it. Inhumans was only supposed to be one season. That's I bullshit. That. Inhumans, <laughs> I, I saw it, and I will screenshot it and show it to you, Joel. But when they Please. said it, I'm like, it sounds like you're defending it, but don't get it twisted. Scott Buck and Jeff Loeb definitely were hoping this would be more than one season. Mm-hmm. Um. They just were shocked at how horribly it was reviewed. So ABC was like, yeah, if it was that bad and we only put it in theaters, what do you think our viewership's going to be over the course of however many episodes they have for season one? It's not going to get any better. Uh, So I completely understand them canceling it after one season. Now, what I was going to say before I pass it to you, Joelle, uh, a way humans can be saved, and everyone's saying, oh, just give it to the movie. Don't just give it to the movie. You, you missed that book. Uh, the way it could still work is, if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has a successful season, you've already brought in the idea of Inhumans, you can then combine the two shows, um, the Inhuman show with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., if this next season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. does well enough, the boat for another season. You can combine it that way. Or, um, whenever Disney comes out with this streaming service, maybe give it to someone better equipped to handle it, because we know Scott Buck's not that guy, Mm -hmm. and send it to your streaming service. But, movies, you missed the boat on that. I do not think that's a good idea, especially with all the negativity surrounding it right now. It'd be best to kind of loop them in little by little in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and then when Disney streaming service pops, you throw it right on there. But, Joel, what are your thoughts?
3: Um, I saw this thing, all right? <laughs> I wouldn't I This it with my eyes. I went there, I paid money, and I, I knew going in I was I, – I, I lowered my expectations because it didn't look good to begin with. Like the trailers were kind of bland, and – I'm not, gonna even, I'm not even going to lie, guys. I saw Iron Fist, and I know a lot of people were disappointed with Iron Fist. I didn't hate Iron Fist. But I, after I finished, watched it and thought to myself, this guy is going to be in charge of doing Inhumans, and now I'm scared. Because the biggest problem with Iron Fist, in my opinion, had a lot of the fact that they cut a lot of corners because they didn't want to waste so much money. And Inhumans is going to be an expensive property. And if, when you saw the first pictures, it looked cheap as shit. I mean, if you watch the show... The costumes look like they got it from Party City, and that's not good, guys. That's not good. You don't get your... These are Marvel. It's a Marvel property. I mean, I know people, like, get on me because I, I'm disappointed that uh, Black Bolt doesn't have a mask, but that's that's still important to the character. The costumes in general, even without Black Bolt mask, look cheap. The set looks kind of like... It doesn't look like what I imagine humans to look like. Like, it was just very hurtful for me to watch because i do enjoy the inhuman characters and i knew after this just the first two episodes that's always they always showed us that and i plan on watching the rest of them i plan on finishing out the season and seeing what it's got and hopefully it gets progressively a little better and if that's the end of it then so be it but i'm disappointed more for the actors and the characters themselves because we they almost became a movie and yes that's probably where they should have been in the movies. And yes, I understand you like maybe integrating them with the agent and the shield and maybe that's the only way for them to survive. And it's possible. Um, but I don't know if that's going to be enough to, to redeem uh, the Inhumans. Uh And I was really hoping that if there was a season two, that possibly with a new showrunner, they can make it, they could bring it back to life. And I think it is possible, but it's going to take someone that actually likes the characters and the money. And we know this dude, Ike Promoter, is not up for giving up money, <laughs> and that's how it is, and that's what—that's why Scott Buck was hired, to keep it under budget, and they hit it, and you got what you got, guys.
1: Yeah, no, I don't, I, I completely understand you, and I know you'd be the most frustrated, so I wanted to go to you first. Um, I do agree. Black Bolt's mask is something um, that is of somewhat importance. Um, I don't think it's necessarily vital, but I do understand your point on, I don't think it's something that you necessarily have to not have, uh, especially because you went with an actor who's not like Brad Pitt. So it's right. not like we need to see his face a hundred percent of the time. Exactly, um, yeah. so I didn't get why that was something they decided to go without. Now, yeah. I have not seen it in theaters. I will be watching it next Friday night when it airs officially. Um, <laughs> Now now yeah. that we know it's canceled after one season, I don't have any expectations
3: for well, outside of the uh, two it's, yeah.
1: it's not officially canceled. It's not officially canceled, but it did not do well in its, no. uh, in its sales yeah, for movies, for the movie not theater all, no. when it got released there.
2: So no. it's and then it won't have good reviews.
1: yeah. Right, and the first two episodes air on a Friday night. So it's just and, a lot of things going into it don't vote too well for it. Oh, yeah, I mean, that uh-huh. was like
3: dead from the beginning. Friday nights, though, for real, yeah. that's like you don't want it to f- succeed. That's my opinion.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I agree with you. Uh, guys like Scott, Scott Buck and the other guy you mentioned, they're the kind of guys that uh, sell low and kind of, I mean, bid low and kind of sell very high. So they mm-hmm. look to do as little as possible and make as much money off of that as they possibly can. And um, when you look at Scott Buck's work, I kind of blame him for the slight heat defenders took. Um, right. I believe defenders would have been better reviewed if it hadn't freshly come off of Iron City. I agree. Uh, excuse I agree. me.
3: Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: So this is a guy who has shown he does not care. Um, right. He just puts together work and throws it in. And for some reason, right. Jeff Loeb is continuously letting that like yeah. slide. Um, yeah, I mean, it cannot be the case anymore. Yeah, it can't be the case yeah. anymore. Um, yeah, they did a really good job with Daredevil with uh, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. I don't understand how they allowed Iron Fist to happen uh, the mm-hmm. way they it did, and then Defenders, and then Defenders to rebound that. So right. a lot of expectations are going to be stacked even more for the Punisher and then everything else moving forward. But the yeah. main reason why I said I think this should be attached to Agents of Shield is because Agents of Shield, albeit I thought should have ended maybe three seasons ago, I didn't know it had a true fan base. It obviously does. It has a true it does. fan base.
2: Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Ooh,
3: who's
1: that? Uh, uh-huh. It has a true fan base and a uh, a steady viewership. So if that can continue, for the, most part. the best way yeah. for the most part, for the most part, uh, so for the best way for that to continue is this next season to end with Colson and Black Bolt having a conversation face to face. That'd be the yeah. best thing to well, do, and then you start the next season Bolt. integrating. <laughs> well, obviously not talking back and forth. You know, obviously uh, have his wife with them, uh, we'll but I'm it. saying like those two having having a meeting and, up between each other. Um, would be the best thing to do for them uh, if Inhumans wants to be redeemed at some point. But, Kanan, what are your thoughts on Inhumans?
4: Well, I was really hyped uh, when they announced the cast and uh, going into the you know to the show, I was like, you know, this is awesome. I can't wait to see this. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the first trailer came out, the first image, and I was just like, I'm with Joel. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, I mean, Disney and ABC have more money than this. I mean, what are these outfits? I mean, did you
3: even try mm-hmm. to
4: get even remotely close? Like, I know they, uh, based on the IMAX, it looked like they went in and changed uh, Medusa's hair. But, I mean, it's a good thing Syrenda Swan has a job on Fallers uh, because it seems <laughs> like uh, her hair on that show has more life than uh, this <laughs> inhuman show is going to have.
2: So uh,
4: just, um. I mean, but it, it really is. This show had so much... Potential. I mean, the cast is it a is. decent cast. It is. Um, and I feel like this could have been like light years better than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. gets a pass. It should have uh, been, man. Because it's it on been. ABC. Uh, I don't know how it's continued to to run like it has. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's got a, apparently it's got a steady viewership and it's got its own little cult following, so it's doing well. <laughs> but unfortunately, I think uh, I, I don't even know if we see. Every episode of Inhumans, I, I don't know if it, it comes know, out and the fans really enjoy probably
3: it. Only six episodes.
4: Uh, yeah. I mean, I know, but I mean, we we've, we've had seasons that they showed one episode and they've canceled it. Like it just didn't do anything, so they're like, we're not even going to bother putting the rest. You know, yeah. maybe they wait and put it on the streaming service, or maybe they put out a Blu-ray. You know, for people to be able to watch all. Oh, I'll make but,
2: us pay uh, for it.
4: Yeah, but I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I know that they're kind of, like, saying that it's not officially dead, but I'd say it's probably dead. I I don't see the show getting picked up, Uh, like I said, unless the first episode is just huge. Like, this Friday, everybody and their mama and their cousin and their next-door neighbor... Is just lighting the TV set on fire, or the DVRs? You know, they're like they give it a couple of weeks to see how the uh, the DVRs uh, viewings go. But yeah, I don't know. The the shows just lost a lot of people. I, I mean, I just don't think anybody's really interested after the trailer and the uh, and the footage. They're just kind of like, yeah. I mean, we don't even care about this. So
3: yeah, someone's getting fired. Yeah. Scott Buck. Yeah. I mean, There's no <laughs> excitement
4: at all. Yeah. No one's even talking Someone... about it. So I mean.
3: Someone's definitely <laughs> getting fired. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, Someone I'll say this about it. There yeah. was two scenes in there I liked. One of them actually involved Medusa's hair, and it's the, the I think it's the first scene. Well, maybe not the first scene, but in the in the beginning of the episode, like there was one mm. scene I, I was impressed with that scene with her and her hair. After that, it kind of gets like jerry. And then, I swear it was not worth watching at IMAX because if it wasn't for the beginning scene, that's really the only thing I remember being IMAX quality. Aside from that, I don't, I don't, it was, it looked like it was fucking wow. on ABC. I swear to God, it was, that's how it was. I was like, oh my God, Agent of the S.H.I.E.L.D., I mean, uh, Newman that's what it felt like. <laughs> wow, geez, Dad, <Ben. laughs> what a year? I remember,
4: yeah, it? I remember, so I just was going to say, I remember somebody uh, showing a picture on Twitter of them at a screening. I think it was the opening night for it in IMAX, and he was showing the theater, and it was just him. Like, I mean, there was nobody out yeah. there. And he was just like, am I going to be the only person watching this about you? So,
2: was dead yeah. The too.
4: Yeah. Dan, what are your thoughts?
5: Um, I always thought it was strange that this is going to be the show that they film in IMAX and put into an IMAX theater. Um I always felt like, okay, if you were going to do Inhumans, why wouldn't you do that for something like Daredevil or something with a little bit bigger of a following, something that you're not even sure of, and you're going uh, to buy out IMAX theaters and use super expensive IMAX film and cameras to film this thing. And then it doesn't There's even look that good. Like no. it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, and I think it was really telling when uh, they announced, or IMAX announced, that it would be released in IMAX as well. And I think that conflicted mm-hmm. with, uh, in humans. So I think they were covering their bases with that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
5: so I thought that was really telling. I didn't, I haven't seen uh, much more than clips and, and trailers and all that kind of stuff, but trailers did not look good. Clips don't look good. Um, so, so if this is, if it is indeed canceled, it's, it's not, it's not surprising at all.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Um, I will say, to the reverse of what you were saying, they were hoping doing that would bring more eyes to the project from casual moviegoers who don't really watch TV shows but might have liked that enough to start watching it. Um, they're just, what, what they're going to have to start realizing is a lot of these projects that they're thinking
3: will do
2: well
1: on certain areas aren't going to do well or haven't been doing well in certain areas. Um, you're right. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Defender, stuff like that are what you want to put in your theaters, not inhuman. especially sure. something that non-comic book fans uh, wouldn't know about. That's not what you put in the theaters. But they're going to have to learn from this. I mean, because last thing Jeff Loeb wants is for Disney to go, you know what? Thank you, but maybe we should get Kevin Feige to do T V shows also. <laughs> like, maybe maybe you're not the guy to bridge this gap for us. Um
3: Yeah.
1: But, I'll say one more, thing.
3: one more thing. One more thing. Yeah, go ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. After watching that episode the last, the first two episodes, um, I did feel like there was a room for them to give us Black Bolt's mask if they play it right at the end of the season. But I don't trust them to do it, so I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> They, well, they left thing it, is, they left it even, open, though.
1: I don't think they even care to. Um, they don't.
3: They com- really to be don't. completely honest
2: with
3: you. To be completely it, honest possible If they really wanted to, they yeah. could pull it off because of the way it starts. You could definitely see how yeah. they went, and they can go in that direction. But I don't know. We'll see.
1: I agree. I'll even say the way the defenders went, it, it left it open for Iron Fist to get a costume. Well, that's the definitely
2: happening. In the I, I'll, I'll bet my uh, so, second
3: child on it. <laughs>
2: He'll bet uh-huh. your
1: second child on it.
3: You know what?
1: I'm gonna take that bet, because if it doesn't happen, your second child's name better be Iron Fit. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Danny. I'm taking that bet. It be <laughs> had to be Danny. It had to be Danny. <laughs> um,
5: well. We Can I ask a more... question quickly? Just
1: Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
5: Yeah, yeah. Can I ask uh so the people that did see it, when you were watching it, was it uh an episode back to back? like credits roll and then next episode no, no. or was it fused together it was fused together,
3: it fused together. so it was like yeah. a movie essentially it was almost it didn't feel like a movie trust me <laughs> it felt right. like two tv shows melded together with no credits in the right and, like, like it, and was there like a clear
5: was there a clear break like that okay that's the first episode and then there was something else or it was just How like was an it, hour-long
3: episode it felt like an hour-long episode. That's what it felt like. Okay. Okay. An extended okay. episode. It was really not even right. like two hours. It was like, uh, let me see. It was like an hour and a half. That's what it really was. And how was Lockjaw? He was okay. I liked him. The CGI still yeah. wasn't great, but he was. He was cute. <laughs> that okay. was cool. All right. His powers looked cool. okay too. I didn't. I didn't hate it. Yeah. See.
4: Yeah. See. That's something you have to get right if you're going to put in IMAX. I mean, how can you? go put a movie in IMAX and have shitty CGI. I mean, come on, man. I mean, it needs to at least be polished enough for for IMAX. I mean, maybe you tone it down a little bit on the TV show, but, I mean, if you're going to put it on uh, IMAX, I mean, you need to at least have the CGI be all out. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't even realize. I, I'm with the Danny. And I don't know why they even uh, put that in IMAX. It's such a waste of time. I mean, and, and I know, and I'm, I'm hearing that, the uh, Avengers trailer is supposed to be attached to the premiere of Inhumans. Let me tell you something. The only reason why anybody's going to be watching Inhumans is for that trailer. And when that trailer is over, that people are tuning that show off. So, I mean, that's the Doesn't only reason all would count tune counts into as that. Still tune in that. Still counts as a view. That's all they're looking for. And I
1: guarantee you right now, if it's a full hour that they're airing this Friday night, that trailer's not going to hit you to that 45 minute mark. So, they're, oh, yes, they're yes, aware ma'am. of that. They're aware of that, and they're they're smart enough to know to put it in the last forty five minutes, so they at least got you for a uh, majority of that show. They're smart; they know what they're doing. It's exactly what I would do if I was putting out a piece of shit. I'd I'd dangle
4: something attractive, <laughs> or so. you could you know, to that, or you could just wait till the hour's over and watch it on YouTube or online after the show. Exactly. Well, Is bit of it. Or on demand,
2: that shit. It's it's, it's, it's yeah, not confirmed. Right. It's not
1: it's yeah. not confirmed, Dan. But if they're smart, that's the best place to do it. Um, yep. A lot of people are saying no. A lot of people higher up are saying no. It's probably going to be with the Thor, uh, Thor movie.
2: But if that you're smart, makes more
1: sense to me. If you're uh, smart, I... though, because this is all under the Marvel umbrella. If you're smart and you want this in humans first week to do even remotely well, you attach it to that. A lot of people are going might... to say, well, no, I'll just... A lot of people are gonna say, "Nah, I'll just wait till the episode's over. Catch it on YouTube." Guarantee you yeah. won't be on YouTube till the next day. They're not dumb. They are not mm-hmm. dumb. But it also it um, be. to me, it makes more
5: sense to do an uh, like the last Thor trailer instead.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree. Yeah. I don't disagree. I just no, I would get the know that They can't because <laughs> what I'm saying is they can't afford for the first week of Inhumans to do crappy. It, does not tell your, it doesn't let your fan base know that they're looking forward to much going further. So I think if you, you, know, you kind of bring as much attention to this first episode as you possibly can and hope that some of that, that first night audience kind of sticks with you the remainder of the season. But I think the trailer dropping next Friday is uh, a lot smarter than dropping uh, with Thor. Yeah, just yeah. from a marketing standpoint. Just from a marketing yeah. standpoint. But I do get yeah. your point, Dan.
3: Enough, in um,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> enough about it. Um, so some more good TV news. Watchmen TV series has officially been ordered by HBO. Fuck it. Yeah. So we can give a hand clap to that. We can give a hand clap to that. That should be dope. Um, Joel, what are your thoughts or expectations for this project now that
3: it's been greenlit? My expectations are high, because the guy attached is uh, known for some good work, like he just did. His most recent show was The Leftovers. I was a fan of The Leftovers. I thought it was a good show. Uh, I'm a fan of the Watchmen series. I was a fan of the Watchmen movie that Zack Snyder did. Um, I can't wait to see it on HBO, because we always say, uh, you want to see these shows high quality. What are the highest quality shows? They're usually on premier channels, like a Game of Thrones. Where is that? HBO. So, I, you can't. This is like any. This is a geek fan wet dream. We're gonna see the Watchmen on HBO in a series, which will probably be like ten episodes a season. And we're, I'm not sure, exactly sure what storyline they're gonna take from. They might mix it around. I doubt it'll be the, the the straight a straight adaptation of the original book. They might play with it a little bit. I don't know personally. I don't know, so don't take my word for it. But we are going to see the Watchmen in some capacity, and we're gonna see them on HBO. And HBO, I'm a big, big fan of HBO. Been an HBO guy for my whole life, so I mean it's a great combination, uh, and Lindelof knows what he's doing, so I'm really, really, really excited. Uh, I was super psyched when I saw when I saw the news, so yeah, I'm I'm psyched, super psyched. Can't wait for casting. Well,
1: (laughs) it, yeah, Nana it's picked up by HBO. Whoever gets casted, just know uh, in your contract it says a lot of nudity needed, so you know HBO rules.
2: (laughs) For sure. You know HBO
1: rules. So we can expect oh, that uh, without violence, baby. Let's do it. Dan, what are your thoughts about Watchmen being greenlit uh, to be on HBO? I think that's the per- perfect landing spot for it. Um, I
5: am a Watchmen movie uh, champion. Like, I will I will defend that movie. I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, how that's probably mm-hmm. one of the best comic book adaptations. Um but I think mm-hmm. you do need to tell it in a long-form storytelling format, and HBO tends to let its creators do whatever they want. Um, I love Game of Thrones, um, and that that is obviously successful. Not a huge fan of Westworld, but obviously they were allowed to do whatever they wanted, and they do have a following, and it's, it's it can be dark, it can be interesting, and it can be violent, and it can be sexy, it can be whatever you want. HBO, pretty much everything goes, and I think that's what you need with
1: Watchmen. Uh, I'm interested to see what ending they do. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And like, like you both have stated, and I know Kanan's going to say the same thing, that is the best possible place you could put a show, I mean, a, 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 a show like that, of that magnitude on. HBO kind of really gives you freedom to really spread your wings and give them um, uh, a great project. And with HBO, I will say this. It's a lot more hits than there are misses, like a lot. Some of the greatest TV shows of all time come from HBO.
2: Hmm. So, I
1: mean, that lets you know right there what to expect uh, or what the possibility of greatness is for this Watchmen uh, TV series. But, Cannon, what are your thoughts?
4: Uh, I hate this idea. No, I'm just joking. Uh, no, I, lo- I love it. I mean, H- yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, HBO's track record for shows is, you know, I mean, I think probably for every two or three shows they put out, you know, they maybe have one that doesn't make it. I mean, and that's probably was maybe five or six years ago. I mean, for the most part, I think uh, they've hit a home run with just about every series. I mean, and we're getting another season of True Detective. Uh, yeah, this year's season, uh, season of Game of Thrones was the best it's been and with Ooh. very little nudity, which shows that that show does not need to rely on nudity to be great. It just needs fucking dragons. Every show yeah. needs to have fucking dragons. These so, guys I are mean, yeah. uh
3: Yeah.
4: But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be... It's going to be a home run. I mean, I, I and I think this is going to make people realize, oh my gosh, how come we don't have more DC Marvel shows on, uh, you know, on, you know, paid stations like that? You know, like can we get another DC series on, uh, you know, HBO. You HBO? Like, you know, I know mm-hmm. they want to make, you know, like I know they want to make uh, Justice League Dark into a movie, but why not make Justice League Dark into a series on HBO? I mean, so something yeah, you, you can can get a lot idea. of. Something that you can get a lot of production out of, um, you know. But uh, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a smash hit. I mean, I just I just feel like it's going to be anyways. Um, like I said, HBO's, you know, they got a track record of making sure that stuff gets, uh, you know, gets made the way it needs to be. Um, I mean,
2: it's just
4: I'm trying to think of something to say that, you know, mm-hmm. to make me. Like think that you know they it wouldn't work or that it you know but I can't think of anything. I mean,
5: like I West said, Westworld.
4: West isn't perfect. No, no but it's isn't good. perfect, but that show that show still has you know it still was was well, and I think the second yeah. season when it comes out will uh, I think it'll be fine. I mean that's kind of like how True Detective was. A lot of people didn't like uh, two. you know season two, but I like season. Two. I will defend I mean, that was, season. <laughs> yeah, I I really like uh I should go back I mean, and watch it then. <laughs> well, I think I think well the first season was fucking great. And I think too many people oh, thought that the second season needed to be that good and it didn't because it was not gonna be the same characters, it wasn't gonna be the same storyline. So okay. once again it's just you needed to go into that show um thinking, you know, that it was its own story and its own characters and not was never trying to live up to the first season. But uh, I really like True to take to season two. So, like I said, I don't have any. Uh, I actually don't have any doubts that this is going to be a great series. In fact, there was a show that came on HBO years ago called uh, Carnival. They cut that. Mm-hmm. They cut that. They that show was fucking great. They cut that show way too short. Uh, it, it just ended with a huge cliffhanger. If you've never seen it, please go out and pick it up if you can. It's a great series. Um but I mean that show right there makes me think they could that HBO could do Justice League Dark and do it justice because that show had some we wild and crazy stuff. So yeah, this mm-hmm. is this is huge. So I mean it just makes me wonder though, I mean, is this something that they're gonna end up moving to the streaming service or is D C gonna keep it on HBO? I'm hoping they'll keep it on HBO.
3: I'd keep it on HBO if nah, I
1: was um, them. They, but they know to keep it on HBO. You get your maximum return from that. Uh, it's not a yeah. definite people are going to pay for the streaming service, but yeah. nine times out of ten people have HBO or uh, would get HBO to watch this series. So that that's more of a sure thing than betting on yeah. them getting the streaming service. So yeah. they're they're smart enough to stick with HBO. Um, I will say I agree with you, Kanan. Um, as long as we get a um Carl Urban led uh the question series, I'm cool. I'm cool. So I need the
3: watchman
4: to be a home run <laughs> okay. so I can get that. yeah, you know, last week we were talking about the budget for the Spawn movie. You know, we were talking about how ridiculously low it is compared to even the nineteen ninety seven Spawn. I mean, why hasn't Todd McFarlane just went to HBO and said, you give me $10 million budget, and I'll give you four or five seasons worth of Spawn, the TV show. I mean, it's worked, you know, for Game of Thrones. I just don't see why they wouldn't make that a series rather than a movie. I think HBO's Spawn series would be great. Uh, They did the cartoon. They did, though. Say it again? With HBO and FM first.
5: No, no, no. Uh, the the animated Spawn series was on HBO. HBO. Oh, yeah. No, um, I'm talking about an actual it. movie, yeah. an actual live action. Sure. Oh. No, no, no. I understand. I just yeah. imagine that maybe there's a little bit of bad blood between him and their, them and Tom McFarlane to not do that. Because if they did yeah, have they're... it... Yeah, but that like, McFarlane strikes so me though, as somebody yeah. that, that, that burns bridges, so...
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I moments. mean,
1: listen... Listen, God bless God bless that man, because with that little-ass budget, uh, somehow Inhumans had a large budget and managed to fuck that up.
3: So you're I really telling want you're to you're see what their fucking right budget that? ended up being, honestly. Cheap-ass motherfucker. No, don't even say imagine, Don't
1: even
5: say So, imagine for so a I'm second saying, that... Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say, I can't imagine how that low of a budget can give us anything any better. And majority of... not, I'm not even going to say majority. All of Spawn is CGI, or needs to be. So it's like, all right, unless you're trying to do, like, practical, which I don't think is smart to do, a lot of the CGI of Spawn and most of his uh, predominant villains are going to need to be CGI-based. So that's majority of your budget there. And then you have to pay actors. And then you have to pay for location. So unless he's talking about working out of the same warehouse for every scene with the same three actors. I don't get how he's gonna make this work. But And he's you know, saying he, that it's gonna be an Oscar actor. An Oscar nominated actor. Mm-hmm. Oh please. Unless we'll that Oscar nom <laughs> unless he has dirt on that Oscar nominated actor, there's no one in Hollywood that wants to get anywhere near that for that low of a price. I don't I'm,
2: know,
1: sorry. We'll see what I'm sorry.
3: I'm not gonna I'm not we'll I don't see, think will hold for ten million either. I we'll see.
1: Yeah, I think that's going to have to be changed. But let's get into something I know Kanan's really going to lose his mind about, and that's these Justice League screenings and supposed cuts. So I'll start with some of the cuts that were mentioned. Uh, The Lex Luthor deathstroke scene, Lex Luthor in general, deathstroke in general um, are some of the cuts that are being mentioned. Uh, Kanan, what are... What are the other cuts that are, that they're saying are um have been removed from the movie, and what are you hearing
4: about the screening? Uh, okay, well, it depends on who your uh, you know who you go to as far as like whos re- you know whose sources are saying what about the uh, the screenings? Uh, first off, I've heard that uh, Kirstie Clemens, uh, Iris character has been cut, apparently. She was cut before Snyder even left, but that kind of conflicts with, um, you know, some reports that came out that, uh, you know, she was in the initial cut before Whedon took over. But apparently, no. her role has been cut. Uh, Darkseid is no longer in the film.
2: Uh, Deathstroke is no longer
4: in the film, and uh, Lex has been cut. Uh, you know, of course, this is all speculation, but I mean, it's coming from two sources that are saying. Uh, You know for sure that he's cut. Uh, If you believe the sources from uh, Batman News, his sources are saying that they loved it. Uh, They thought it was great, and even some of the people that didn't like BVS they enjoyed it. And then you have some people on the other side for you know Batman on film who are I guess pretty much came out unimpressed, or you know it's what they thought it would be uh, a mess. You know pretty much I guess with the the cut. So. I'm really, I'm really interested to see. Uh, I mean, the cut to me, the biggest one I think is Lex, because Lex was such a huge part, in even bringing Steppenwolf Wolf, um, you know, to, you know, to the event, you know, bringing him even to Earth, because you know, unlocking the secrets on the the Kryptonian ship. So I think cutting him out is a uh, is is bad, in my opinion. Uh, I think. He should have been left in. I think you can cut out the subplot. If Deathstroke was, if he, if he had any role in the movie, uh, then, you know, I think that that part could have been cut. I, I would have loved to have seen Iris, but I don't think that um, she actually has to be in the movie for it to be good. I think that's something you can introduce uh, in the in the solo Flash movie. Uh, you know, I don't like the, the idea of Darkseid being cut. I would have liked to have seen some type of cameo with him. But, uh, you know, from what I'm hearing, you know, it's just, uh, it's just they're trying to make it a streamlined movie. I mean, it's like they're trying to make it as unconvoluted and straightforward as they can so people can go in and just watch the movie and not have to think. You know, there's no subplots going on. There's no who's this character or why is this character here. Uh, type my scenarios. Man. So
2: uh
4: and like I've been telling
3: Joel, I'm gonna be
4: really shocked when this next trailer comes out to see just how much of what we've seen so far is actually in it. Because from what I'm hearing, uh the a lot of the stuff that we've seen in the trailers so far are not in the movie. So I mean yeah. this is just from what I'm hearing, this isn't like me saying this
1: Well, I think we lost Kanan somehow. I blame it on Joelle. Oh, you're here, Kanan?
3: Yeah. Somebody dropped. That's what happened. Yeah, oh, wasn't I eight.
1: think that might have been Dan. I think that might have been Dan. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep going,
4: Kanan. Uh, what did y'all hear last? I was rambling on there. I'm sorry. I just get <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, okay. so caught up in this Justice me, League news.
1: No, let me let me pick up from from where you were going with that. Um. The reason why I believe these uh, these sources about what certain scenes were cut is because we know Joe Manganiello uh, as Deathstroke. That that is a sidelined villain for now, so it makes Mm -hmm. sense that the main scene that Lex had in that film was with Deathstroke. So it makes sense that they kind of that uh, that that those scenes entirely. Uh, we know that was a scene for sure because Zach posted that photo of him in that glove drawing out the scene between Lex and Deathstroke. So, as far as we know, uh, Lex was in there to set up something regarding the Batman. So, now that we know that Deathstroke's no longer a villain in the Batman, it makes 100% sense to take Deathstroke out of that entirely. Um, So, that I believe... Uh, the Iris news makes sense, um, mainly because maybe Iris is something you want to set up in Flash a Solo. Um, trying to think of what else you were saying. Uh,
3: what is the other? What's talking uh, about? Darkside, yeah, no, no Darkside no dark side
1: being but... taken out. side yeah, being taken out kind of shocks me. It kind of shocks me because Josh Whedon had Thanos in the Avengers, the first, actually, in both of his
3: Avengers films. But an end So that credits. shocked me a little bit. They haven't seen end yeah. credits so yet. That, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> well, no, I, I assume the scene that Darkseid was in was an end credit. It wouldn't have made sense to have him in the film outside of an end credit scene.
3: Mainly because well, we haven't the, heard of it. I don't think there's anything to worry them. about. my opinion. <laughs> Well, no,
1: no that, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, that, that's not shocking. Oh. I'm just surprised because Josh Whedon had Thanos as his end credit scenes for both of his Avengers movies. So it would have mm-hmm. made sense to have Darkseid in this. But I'm not shocked by it. Um, mm-hmm. And if that's what they decide to do, I'm I'm completely fine with it. Um, but, yeah, I'm hearing a lot of divided talks about it was good, you know, other people saying other stuff. K&N, you know as, as well as we do, we hear divided things on these movies all the time. You never know really where to... Uh, you know to set your marker at, but I mean that's mm-hmm. that's just always how it's gonna go, and it being a DC movie makes it even worse. Yep, uh, especially whenever someone right, so whenever someone says any any small amount of negativity, it grows. Um, so I mean I, I get why they're putting it out this early, getting feelers uh, from some higher ups, maybe a little bit of press or whatever makes sense. All I'm saying is this, like you said, Cannon, this next trailer, um, it's not gonna do much for me because my hype was was boosted from the last trailer. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this film. I, what I do not want, though, is for this film to come out, and then they give us something like, uh, in the DVD, well, this, this is what Zach had, and then this is what was actually uh, put out there. Don't give us another DVD of, cut. you know, the theatrical version, and then the extended version. So
3: as long as I don't do anything like
1: that, I don't think this movie will be anything short of a box office
3: hit. I, agree I really hope so. I mean, that's all I can uh, ask for, is it for it to be good. I need it to be good. Because um, it's been Frankenstein a lot between two, you got two directors working on it. Uh, apparently, there's been a lot of changes here and there. We don't know exactly. It's conflicting reports. I'm hearing it's good. I'm hearing it's bad. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's like, I want to trust people, but I can't trust people all at the same time. And it's like, I can only take so much from so many different areas. Um, again, we've heard mixed reviews from the screening. I'll tell you this. The movie's going to come out people are going to hate it. And guess what? People are also going to love it. That's what's going to happen. That's just how it's going to happen. It just depends on how many people and how the critics see it because obviously that's what counts and that's where people look at Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes gives you the, that aggregator, takes all the critics' reviews and tells you what the critics are thinking. So as long as the critics like it, the popular view will be that it's good if it gets a positive review on, on Rotten Tomatoes. doesn't mean the fans are going to be happy because what happens with this movie now is that you have the people that want to see a change from BVS that didn't like Snyder's view. So you're going to have everyone's looking, Oh, Whedon's changing it to make it more like his movie. And so you're going to have Snyder fans. Cause there's a lot of really deep diehard Snyder purists that are not going to be happy with this movie just from that all, all, all by itself. And it's, it's not fair to the justice league movie, but that's just how it is. And you should just watch the movie and merit it on its own, on its own rights and not based on which director did which part. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't have that shouldn't happen, but it's going to happen. And I just hope it's good enough to warrant respecting it on its own. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, see, I I, I get what you're saying, but then – because what you're saying is very important. You're going to have a lot of people that if there's certain parts of this movie they don't like, a lot of people are going to be confused. Is that what Zach worked on or is that what Whedon did? Do I not like it because it's what Whedon did or did I not like it because – you know what I'm saying? So you're, you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be torn with that. I'm going to say for for my own personal, this is me personally, Justice League has to be better than Thor Ragnarok. Top to bottom. Has to be better. It has to be. Uh, and that's just how I personally feel. No, that's what I said. Just me personally. That's why I said. I'm just saying just it's going to be personally. hard for that to happen.
3: I mean, you want the critics to like well. Justice League more than Thor no, Ragnarok. Um, no, 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 no. Ragnarok, no, 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 no.
1: I'm not talking. No, I'm not talking financially. I'm not even talking critics.
3: No, I'm. I, critics, well, then it's, critics, it's a subjective movie. <laughs> like, not everyone's going right, to like Justin as
1: much as Thor Ragnarok. Hear me. Hear me. Thor is not a franchise that has done well uh, compared to the majority of the Marvel films, box office wise, and even uh, critics wise. Um, they haven't slammed it, but they haven't been great. So, if this movie is is better, a better movie than Justice League, I'm going to have a huge issue. Justice League has to be a better movie than Thor Ragnarok. I'm taking critics and box office out of it. because Well, then no, that's just your opinion. Then. Well, let me, that's let, all let I'm let saying. It has to be air, a
2: better
1: movie. It has to that. be a better movie from your your personal stance on on how you see it. Yeah,
3: but I can tell you that I like Thor so Ragnarok and you don't argue with me that, that it's still a failure because you didn't like it. <laughs>
2: That's what I'm trying to say, so it's not really fair to everyone else to have that kind of standard. <laughs> but for you okay,
3: personally, hold on, hold possible. on, okay, well, hold on,
1: you got to get closer and say that again. I couldn't really hear you.
3: What I'm trying to say is, you're not going to keep, uh, you're not going to have money as a factor, you're not going to have critic reviews as a standard, you're going to have your own personal views as a standard. So for you personally, Justly has to be better than Thor Ragnarok. Fine, but when I tell you that I like Justly more than Thor Ragnarok, so it wasn't, we're going to have a, conf- we're going to have a conflict because I'm telling you, I think it is. And you're going to say, no, it's not. And that's what we're going to have a difference. So it's just your personal opinion that well, for you, this movie to be better. I mean, for you, I, I, well, you can't base it off of critics and money.
1: Well, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. So if you come to me and you go, Jawan, I enjoyed Justice League more than I did Thor. I can't go, well, how Thor made more money. Like I, I can't then use that as, as an advantage to one movie over the other. That's why mm, I, I want yeah, right. exactly. I wanna know how different. I wanna know how after someone walks out of Justice League, how they felt and what was better to them. I, I take critics well, out of it because we know how important how important some people unfortunately view critics. And if a critic says it's gonna be bad, they go into it thinking it's gonna yep. be bad. So that's yep, why I yep, said yep. sideline critics and box office lies sometimes. So sideline box office. Just well, off me, your personal, off your personal thoughts, what did you think was better? And I'm saying, for me to truly appreciate Justice League, there's no reason why I should walk out of Thor Ragnarok and enjoy it more than a movie that has the freaking Justice League. There's just no reason
3: to me. No, I let me,
4: agree let, me let me, yeah, go ahead, Joel. I was gonna say I was gonna add something to this because I no, you, you said, I was just
3: agreeing uh, with him. That's all. I didn't say it. I it.
4: Mean, okay. No, I mm-hmm. I agree where you're coming from, Juwan. I understand where you're coming from, Joel. I think right now the overall consensus, though, with, with both movies is that there's a consistency with Marvel and there's a lot of expectations. I think the expectations are much higher for Thor just based on the trailers and the consistency of Marvel right now. Uh, Justice League, I don't think – I mean, it, and this is tough for me to say it because I'm a huge DC fan – but I think the expectations for Justice League are really low with a lot of people because of all the negative press. There's nothing that about this movie that has come out that has been good at all. You know, your director has a huge tragedy in his life, and he leaves. They bring in Wheaton, and ever since they've brought in Wheaton, all we've heard is, this isn't Snyder's movie anymore. They're cutting it up. They're cutting it up. Then They, they have these screenings, and you have people saying... Uh, a lot of what we saw in the trailers isn't in the movie anymore. So that's what I'm saying. When we see this next trailer and, you know, what are we going to be seeing? And people go watch this movie thinking it's a Snyder film. I mean, so you, it's almost like this film has divided its fan base. You have the Snyder people uh, fans that are going to go in this thinking it's a Snyder film, and then you have the, the Whedon supporters, uh, and then you have the people that just don't like Whedon or Snyder at all, and they're going to be like, okay, well, what movie was this? I mean, you know, wh- did you know, what was their plan here? Why did they not just stick with what Snyder had planned and then just kind of touch it up here and there? That's what I'm saying. The expectations are so well, low with Justice League that if it is abysmal, well, then people are just going to be like, oh, well, I mean, we expected this. It, if Thor is bad, people are going to be shocked because of how great see, the uh, reception's been so far.
1: See, I disagree because the last two Thor movies weren't well-received um,
3: by well, The, the second one wasn't.
1: So Thor
3: One was received well. No, but it have got to look, at, it was look
1: well. at how... Hold on, hold on. I, what, the point I was getting to is, if Thor Ragnarok isn't good, people are gonna go, oh, well, they really haven't done well with the Thor movies. That makes sense. If Justice mm. League does bad, I don't they're gonna that go, well, damn, you just you just knocked Wonder Woman out the park. How is how is this that bad? If it's bad,
4: okay. So what I'm trying okay, to say let is, me... if Go ahead, go ahead. All right, let me answer with that. If people say that, if people use Thor 1 and Thor 2 as a scapegoat for if Thor, uh, Thor Ragnarok, it's just their excuse. That's their get-out-of-jail-free card. Because this movie has led social media uh, for the ever since Comic-Con. It's been one of the highest talked-about movies. Uh, the trailers have... Blown most people away. I mean, you got to admit that the trailers have made this movie look pretty damn good yeah. Yeah, uh, compared to the last two. Compared to the last two Marvel films, in fact, I mean, people are even talking about this being the biggest Marvel film of the year. When four or five months ago, people would have been like, "You're stupid. It's either going to be Spider-Man or it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy from well, Everyone was so on Guardians. So people go, <laughs> yeah, so if people go into this film and it bombs then people are going to be like, wow, you know, if they use that, they're aligning themselves, because I'm telling you, the expectation is so high with Thor Ragnarok that people, and like I said, the consistency of Marvel, people are just going to assume that it's a, um, you know, that it's going to be good or it's going to, you know, make what it does. Justice League, on the other hand, I think... If it's terrible, you're going to get the same reception that Batman on film had on Twitter today. It it is what we expected it to be, and that's just Mm -hmm. going to be, it's not that great. It's just another Snyder movie. It was terrible, and then they're just going to be like, okay, you know, we'll just go from there. I mean, that's just where it's at right now. I mean, Justice League, I think, is big with fans, but just overall, it's just people are just kind of like, man, we just want this movie to come out because
3: the mood is so low. The bar is definitely so low right now. there's definitely more positive vibes towards Thor Ragnarok right now.
2: Yeah, so that I failing, agree.
3: it's definitely going to be more of a disappointment for the fans be Thor Ragnarok because it's just so—it's a Marvel movie, regardless of how the other Thor movies is. It's a Marvel movie, and this doesn't look like the other Thor movies, and it has the whole thing. No. so it's like it's different. So if it yeah. doesn't do well, people are going to be disappointed. I mean, I don't think there's going to be a doubt. I agree. Just as like people expect I agree. this to fail. <laughs> I agree.
1: I'm not saying that this movie will tank or should tank. What I'm trying to say is, if this movie fails, a lot of people are going to go, Marvel just does not know how to do Thor. It's proven. They just do not know how to handle a solo Thor franchise. They just, they they can't grasp it. They can grasp it when it's in an Avengers film, but they can't grasp it on its own. If Justice League tanks, I get where you're coming from. They're just going to say, oh, it's another Zack Snyder screw-up. Or, oh, it's, it's what we're expecting. What I'm trying to say is a lot of credibility for Warner Brothers uh, in D.C. kind of came back after Wonder Woman. Because it's not being talked about a lot, does Sorry. not mean that the expectation level is not still high. After the success of Wonder Woman, it only, it only furthers the expectations mm-hmm. people have for Warner Brothers in D.C. going forward. It doesn't lower them. It raises it. We have to remember, Guardians, uh, I'll say Guardians, in my opinion, wasn't that well. What came out before Guardians? Doctor Strange. I didn't think Doctor Strange was that good. Spider-Man saved the year of Marvel for me. I thought that was amazing. So if Thor Ragnarok's not good, in my mind, if I take out Spider-Man, that's three movies in a row, not in a row, that's three movies Marvel did um, that weren't that good. To me, and Justice League... <laughs> I get you. I get you. I'm only speaking for my opinion. I can't speak for the world. I'm only speaking for Yeah, but we can't argue opinion.
2: if it's
3: just their opinion. That's just it.
1: Like, I can't change your mind. <laughs> like, that's no, how I'm is. not asking you to change my mind. I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make a point here. What I'm saying is if J- Justice League does have a level of expectations now, Wonder Woman set, set that. There is no lowered bar for Justice League, regardless of what's surrounding that film. We have to remember it's higher than it was. going I'll into Wonder Woman Going into Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad was the last DCEU movie. So there was a lot of shit Wonder Woman was, was taking up until the film was highly reviewed by, by uh by uh, by critics and then got that huge score on Rotten Tomatoes. So all I'm saying is Justice League still has a high level of expectations. They don't have that low bar shit that they did after Suicide Squad.
2: Wonder Woman,
1: told, uh, Wonder Woman shined a light to people that DC and Warner Brothers are very capable of making great superhero movies. So that bar is not gone or lowered. It's only risen. Just because it's not talked about as much as Thor does not mean that levels of expectations are not high for Justice League. Um, but we skipped over him a bunch. Dan, what are your thoughts?
5: Isn't it gonna be fantastic whether the, the movie is good or not that all of these rumors are just gonna be over and all of the news yes. is gonna be
2: over? Yeah, <laughs> oh, dude,
5: I cannot it, wait. That's,
2: that's the it best seems part of
5: this like it's been it seems like it's been ever since the closing weekend of Batman versus Superman that oh, <laughs> Justice League is gonna be the worst movie ever. So that's
2: yeah. Real. So
5: so with with all, like, the cuts that they've made or, or that we've heard that they've made, uh, yeah. Iris West is, is surprising. It's, it's, you know what? It, it, you know what? It's fine, though, because we haven't been introduced to her yet. So, you know what? Save her from Flashpoint or whatever we're going to do. That's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Dark Side, if that's the case, that kind of sucks. But, again, when they show these cuts, they don't necessarily show a post-credit scene. So, uh, if we're trusting Umberto and he kind of alluded to the fact that he thinks that Dark side will still show up. Then, then let's let's follow that and hope that that's going to happen. I think that the worst cut, if it's true, is Jesse Eisenberg. Even though I didn't love, I mean, like he's an easily hateable character in a lot of his movies. But what he was trying to do was different. I give him kudos for that. But mm-hmm. didn't love his Lex Luther. I thought could have been better. But you know what? He's the connective tissue. From Batman Superman yes. to Justice League, so his cut is definitely going to be missed if that's the case. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I still think, even though I didn't love his performance, that he deserved a second shot. And if that's a small small shot in Justice League, then fine. And then and then get us to want more in A Man of Steel 2 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So so that's a hard cut. Um, but overall, I I, I I am still excited for Justice League. Did did. Did Jet come out from Batman on film say he saw the the cut of what they showed?
2: Somebody
4: asked him if he had heard any of the rumblings from the uh, uh, you know from the screenings, and he said that mm-hmm. he had. And the guy asked him uh, what he had heard, and he said it is what I expected it to be. And the guy kind of looted, you know, okay that yeah okay great thanks for telling me. And he was like uh, was asking something else, and Jet said I'll email you. Uh, So, I mean, if you follow Batman on film, uh, you know, they're in a war with people on Twitter based on their credibility. Uh, You know, some of the stuff they said, you know, they said a couple months ago that Iris and Lex were cut. Then we, you know, we hear from other sources that they've been cut. Uh, But Batman on film has kind of been negative. They're very Nolan-verse with Batman. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jet doesn't like his Batman being in the same world with uh, Doomsday and Superman and Wonder Woman and all that, he kind of like just the grounded type Batman. So they've they've kind of been very negative towards Justice League. So I mean, that's why you know I kind of find it funny that Batman News dot com their sources were like, oh, we love it, and the Batman on films like we hate it. So I think their sources probably tell them what they want to hear, um, or or he's just spinning it to be negative because in the end he it's Snyder. I mean, we things not on the movie. So he dislikes Snyder so bad that he wants it bad, but you know,
5: you know, um, um, there were there were also reports that this was an assembly cut, and if that's yeah. the case, that's that's yeah, not I a
2: movie. That.
3: Yeah, that's that's what yeah, I heard too. So that's, cut.
5: that's not a movie. The only thing that concerns me is that what we're sixty days out, something like that, from release date, um, and uh, the Last was Jedi. The Last Jedi wrapped post post production like two days yes. ago, and we're
2: that's and true. we're not
5: and we're not done on Justice League, so that that's worrying. But also remember that somebody saw an assembly cut of Wonder Woman a couple months out,
2: yes, um,
5: And and then Sasha Pearl Raver went on Schmoes No and was like, guys, I heard it terrible.
2: So yeah. when
5: when you hear that kind of stuff, and then Wonder Woman knocks it out of the park and it's amazing you really don't know what you have until it's in the can it's in the theater and people are starting to see it so everybody listening out there i wouldn't worry if you want to worry worry if you want to hate it hate it if you want to love it then hold out hope that it's going to be good because until it's in the can until we see it on the silver screen that's when we can judge because we can't really judge on, a, on an assembly cut or up rumors, so just
1: exactly. hold see, that, that's that's yeah, no, really, seriously, great job, but that that goes to what I was trying to say that the expectations are still there for this film, and i, I do agree the fact that uh the last Jedi rat is uh, a a little terrifying, but it's nothing that makes you go yeah. oh, this movie's gonna be horrible. It's just something that makes you go. They're really trying to make sure that this movie is perfect. Um, and if it takes them, uh, you know, until like October, mid-October to get this completely done, then it does. As long as when we sit down, we have a really fun time with this film and we look forward to everything that they have coming, I'm, I'm fine with it. So I've, i I've, I've Joel's, try- like, he started to instill this in me that I don't freak out with every bit of news that drops. Um, so I, I still have that, that, you know that that uh that light for for d c e u so I don't freak out when I hear stuff like this if it takes them until whenever this movie comes out to finish, then it does as long as when we see the movie it's good, it's worth it that's that's really all I care about and I do well, think this movie but
4: well wasn't there what didn't uh wasn't there a rumor i don't I can't remember if it was uh if it was Star trek or if it was Star Wars with Abrams or maybe it was a movie that James Gunn did, I think he said that uh he was still working on it like a week before it uh, It was in the can before it even came out in theaters. Like, they were still working on it like a week before yeah. it came out. So, I mean, yeah. people sit here and think that a movie needs to be in the can and finished months ahead of time. I mean, there's plenty of movies that, that take it to the deadline or take it to, like, the last week. I mean, as long as the final product is great, then, I mean, it doesn't matter
2: when, how
4: long they're working on it. So a lot of people are just using that. Uh, as fuel for their negativity, like oh my god, this movie, I mean, come on, man! I mean, some of the biggest directors—I can't remember who it was—it was either Abrams or Gunn or, or somebody else that, you know, they were still working on the film a week before its release date. So it mm-hmm. might have been *Force Awakens* if I remember. I, I, I think, I think so. it I, I will, remember being a big movie. I,
1: think so. I will say this: Dan started off by saying, "Won't we be glad after this movie is is dropped, so we don't have to worry about all that." I was Mm -hmm. thinking, like, yeah, 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 as soon as this movie drops, you know, that's the last one. And then I remember, No.
2: There's a certain
1: certain character (laughs) in this film that's going to be talked about a lot depending on how well this movie does. Those Ben Affleck talks are only going to increase after this (laughs) movie comes out, especially if it's (laughs) not what people are expecting it to be. It's going to be a massive – Like, we're going to have to be reporting on our page – we're gonna have to be reporting on our page on a second basis, not a daily basis, a second yeah. basis.
2: Something yeah, will pop bad. out
1: every second. So I mean, as I'll much have, as we I'll, want this to come out, you'll be <laughs> on standby. I'm gonna text you. To, I'm gonna text you, down Like, oh my God, Joel just sent me this, man. <laughs> it's, All it's, right, it's, I'm, I'm leaving work now. I'll go home and, and film, an, uh, film a. Film right,
5: a video. That's,
1: that's what it's gonna. Uh, to
3: everybody's but, gonna be I mean, on suicide honestly, watch, bro.
1: Honestly, you know what makes me laugh, Canon, and I say this to you uh, specifically. What makes me laugh is, regardless if it's good or bad, DC has so much fucking publicity, man.
3: So yes, much. Sure.
1: So much. And I find it funny how they're the one movie company, or I won't say movie company, but movie brand, I'll say, that doesn't feel a need to get on top of any of these rumors. Like, no yes, one ever can. comes out and says anything. So D C just D C and Jeff Johns and whoever's running that, that ship, they're hilarious. They just let us talk and then release movies. And then we like it or we don't. They really don't care. So it, it, Which it's is gonna good. be fun to see. Yeah, that that's fine. But it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see what the marketing is gonna be closer to the film and mm-hmm. if someone someone from the higher up comes out of the shadows to be more vocal around when this movie comes out. That's going to be really interesting to see. Because I I doubt it it will happen, but I'm curious to see how marketing and if someone steps out of the shadows who and how they handle the situation. But let's move on to some more news. We got news from Matthew Vaughn in an interview. He stated that he felt an obligation to reboot Fantastic Four. Now, that is the most sexiest news a person could deliver. If there is is anyone... it, though? It is. Matthew Vaughn <laughs> possibly rebooting Fantastic Four.
3: Yeah, because I'm going to tell you
1: this. When I heard he was rebooting X-Men, I remember mm-hmm. I was shitting all over it. All over it. Why? Why? It's horrible now. You're not going to do any better. The last two <laughs> times were bad. Why? And then he came out with uh that first one cool. and I, I was just like up oh. I was like, Let me shut my mouth. So that's why when the, the other ones came out, I said, Let me shut my mouth, they could be good and they turned out to be they all turned out to be pretty good. Apocalypse, yep. as much as people, you know, shit on it, I still think it had really good quality. It had redeemable um, quality. It sure it, did. Yeah, it had redeemable quality. So uh this Phoenix uh story could redeem everything from that.
2: But him
1: doing a Fantastic Four movie uh, that that's a lot more grittier, uh, maybe a little bit darker, could be something really fun to uh, to look at.
3: Uh, he's now, not really a dark, gritty. Right, and what <laughs> Say that one more time. I'm. I don't think he's a dark and gritty type. He's more uh, action. He's
1: puppy not. Type. He, <laughs> he's not. But for some reason, that's just how I want Fantastic Four. But I, I agree with you.
2: Man, we got um, that with Fanboy's stick.
3: That didn't
2: work.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did. But that movie was horrible top yes, to bottom. It, it being yes, gritty isn't why it was bad. Um, <laughs> I will say this. I've been preaching this for the longest. Phase four, when uh, Kevin Feige comes out on stage to introduce phase four, I'm telling you, the four is going to be the number four in a circle to represent Fantastic Four. It's coming home. It It just is. I mean, I know they're talking about doing a film with their kids and everything. That shit's yeah. going to be a dumpster fire. It's, it's not going to land. Fantastic Four is coming back home. And I think Matthew Vaughn saying that is, is to put out a feeler that if, you know, they are going to do another Fantastic Four movie,
2: he's oh, looking Matthew. to be the
1: guy to do that. Yeah, he's looking the guy to do that. He wants to do Man of Steel, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he wants to do a lot of stuff. He's, he's, like, I'm he's Negotiating. Yeah, Matthew
2: all. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: sitting there like I want everything. Whatever you guys yeah. want to do, I'm here. Call me.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> but Dan, what are your thoughts on Matthew Vaughn feeling obligated to doing uh, to rebooting the Fantastic Four? Yeah, like what I
5: was saying, like is, is it is it really good? Really, really? No, I like I didn't mean that as like a like a like against Matthew Vaughn, but like. It just seems like okay. He he makes his Man of Steel two comments like a couple days ago. He he makes these comments. He's obviously negotiating get a third Kingsman. He made a four hour cut of Kingsman two. All this kind of stuff. It's just I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. And I I don't want to, to jump on it and be like, oh, a Matthew Vaughn Fantastic Four movie would be amazing. I probably would. But like I just don't want to get hyped about it because he's obviously trying. Something in order. I don't know if it's to get a, uh, a fourth or a third Kingsman movie made, or or he's he's pitting himself, Marvel and and DC like okay who's going to pick me up? I I, I don't know. But I, but as a blanket, sure. A Matthew Vaughn Fantastic Four probably would be awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: No. I listen. I don't I don't doubt that at all. He could be playing the long game right now. I I don't doubt that whatsoever. A lot of these guys do it. Um, So I I completely agree. He could be doing that totally. Um, Cannon, what are your thoughts?
4: I mean, I don't have any interest in a a Fantastic Four movie right now. I'm just, I'm so turned off by the ones we've had uh, that I just would like to see him do another movie. I mean, if it's not uh, Man of Steel 2, then, you know, maybe, you know, another property either with DC or with Marvel. But I just, until, to me, to be honest with you, Until Marvel gets the rights back, I just don't want
1: to see another Fantastic Four movie. See, I think that's one of those things that's like what you were talking about, video game movies. It's one of those things, hey, keep trying that shit till you get it right. Um, Joel,
3: what's your Uh, I, I, When I first heard it, I was like, uh, sure, yeah, definitely. I wouldn't mind seeing Matthew Vaughn take on the Fantastic Four. I can't imagine it being a bad movie, honestly. Oh, but, but I also don't want to see it be in Fox. Like, I'm done with that. I don't really want to see any Fox Fantastic Four movies anymore. Like, that whole thing with them doing the with the kids and shit, I'm like, oh, just let it die, just let it die. And then the whole Doctor Doom possibility, possibility movie, and I'm like, I just hope they don't figure it out for like, 2025 or some shit, where, like, the rights are already transferred <laughs> over, and they're like, fuck, oh, we ran out of time. If, <laughs> like, if they roll something
5: into
1: production, they keep the rights.
3: I know. That's why I'm just yeah. hoping it just delays, delays, delays
2: <laughs>
1: forever. See, Fox is, Fox is that jealous ex that doesn't want to see, you know, their ex with someone better than them. So right. they're going to continue to call you late at night, stop by your house to drop off your toothbrush that you left four months ago. They're going to do petty shit like that. Um, <gasps> so we can expect Fox to continuously be that jealous ex. They don't want to give it to Marvel and then Marvel makes it makes that's fantastic cool. for a box office hit it, it'll crush fox so <laughs> fox was
5: lovely. you know what though like
1: um fox fox has its
5: own has its own superhero universe that's what's great yeah. about the x-men is that it yeah. doesn't have to exist in the the mcu it exactly. is big enough it, exactly. it, it it there's it has a complete giant well of characters that it does mm-hmm. not have to be a part of the mcu do we want to see Wolverine in an Avengers movie? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, Fox doesn't have to be that jealous person and say, you know what? No, I'm going to hang on to the Fantastic Four. If they give him enough money or, or or the rights get reverted back, like they, that is that is perfectly fine for Fox. They're not going to be missing out. They have a superhero... Yeah continuity already or not continuity, however you want to look at X-Men because it's all over the place. But with Deadpool (laughs) and Cable and New Mutants and X-Force and all this kind of stuff, they have their own universe. They'll be Mm -hmm. fine. They'll be fine without the Fantastic Four.
1: I mean, I'm one of those. (laughs) Yeah, they have. I'm one of those weird people that kind of wants Marvel and Fox to have the NWO-WWF rivalry where we get X-Men versus the Avengers. I desperately want that. That's why I want them to to kind of connect in some sense, mm-hmm. so we can get an mm-hmm. X Men versus the Avengers film. I desperately want it, but anyway, since that'll never happen, um, I believe we have some more Matthew Vaughn news. We kind of spoke a little bit about the um, the whole uh, Man of mm-hmm. Steel two thing. Wow. Uh, well, actually, this isn't this isn't uh, Matthew Vaughn. This is a Fox CEO that claims it's possible we could see a Wolverine reboot. That's not Mm. really news. We knew at some point we would see a Wolverine reboot. Mm -hmm. The story is when he was referring to, uh, is the time frame we could possibly see a rebooted Wolverine. See, right now, Mm. the way the X-Men universe is going, there's no need for one. None. There just isn't. It's going perfectly with the team that they have assembled now, I think they let this entire saga run out, and then they can revisit an older X-23 or, you know, just completely do something new with uh, the whole Wolverine concept altogether. But I think if you wait till this saga is <laughs> over and then you have Charles Xavier stumble across a um, an older X-23, that's just the better way to go. I don't think we need another Wolverine. I think X-23 made her stance as the the new face of the Wolverine mantle. So I'd love no, to see her take no. the helm.
3: I could never say that ever. Ever, ever. I'm I, sorry. I am so I know, I look I understand I'm sold. I'm as a big i I'm a huge Wolverine fan. I can never say someone else take over. I just can't do it. It's like saying someone take over Batman. I just can't say that. It just it fuck it bothers me. Well you watch
1: your mouth, Joel. You watch I'm just
3: saying mouth. that's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. You don't like it, right? <laughs> That's how I felt. No, that's horrible. Well, that sounds horrible. Yeah, I, know. I know, That's what. but that's what I'm trying to say. Look, I don't think it needs to happen right now. It's way too soon, and we just had the best fucking X-Men movie ever, <laughs> like recently, like in Logan. So, yeah, it's way too soon. Because they've held on to him for like 20-plus years, <laughs> it's it's going to be very hard to see a new Wolverine. And, but I think mm-hmm. they definitely need to give it time. But, no, I don't think you just – just introduce other well, I, I do want to see a new one, and maybe within five years we get one in this time. But right now, you're right. It's, it's too soon to be thinking about another Wolverine. But I don't want no, like, fake Wolverines. Like, X-23 is X-23. I know they have her as Wolverine in the comics, but that's not Wolverine to me. That's X-23. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I it's agree. You know it
1: you know would make it even worse, Joelle? You know what yeah. I hope for to make it even worse for you? I hope that if they do decide to go X-23, they put her in that damn costume.
3: And the they probably that would. They refused the to put Hugh
1: Jackman in. Yeah, they
3: refused. <laughs> Just to fuck with me. <laughs>
1: Just to fuck with you, Joe. That's the only For reason real. why they didn't do it. Um, <laughs> Dan, what are your thoughts?
5: Um, I think that it's... Uh, hold on, guys. Sorry. Oh,
2: oh lost him.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no, but while he's doing that, Canon, what are your thoughts?
4: Uh, yeah, I agree that it's it's too soon. If they do this right now, it's just for the money. It's not, uh, you know, there's no sense in re- rebooting him right now. Uh, Sony did that with, uh, with Spider-Man pretty quickly, and then they turned around and uh, rebooted with another Spider-Man, and I think it worked because uh, the MCU was involved. Uh, I just think you would have a lot of fans that would you know, with Backlash. Now, not to say that they didn't go out and hit a home run with a, you know, with an, a great actor. The fans may not, you know, be open to it. But, yeah, I agree with uh, Joelle. I mean, we just got Logan. I mean, that's one of the best comic book movies, uh, you know, or movies, you know, ever made. So, I mean, I don't see the rush to bring exactly. in another, or to bring in Wolverine right now. I mean, why don't you focus on, you know, the other mutants in the long list of uh you know mutants characters that we have. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. If
4: they do bring him back, then he better wear the damn outfit. You know. Yeah, you so, got to be different. You know, I mean, got to be
2: different.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to stand out. Uh, I think Hugh Jackman. I think Hugh Jackman is on board with them eventually casting somebody else. But I think even Hugh Jackman would probably uh, look in the mirror and be like, you know, why? I mean, why right now? I mean, there's no sense in yeah, it. You know. I think he's. I, I think he's a good. Four or five years, maybe, before yeah, you even exactly. think about rebooting
3: uh, Wolverine. Exactly, I'm with you, Kaden.
4: See, I don't,
1: yeah. I don't, I mean, I know I just said it, but I don't think time is is the biggest issue. I just think you've shown that you can start a franchise without him. So why go away from that all of a sudden? <laughs> but the if... well, best X
3: Men character ever, Jawan! God damn it! <laughs>
4: <laughs> he is, but that's but people but people are going to judge the new guy like. I, that's I, I fine. I, I think that <laughs> yes, I know it happens, but I think okay, I've long said that a lot of people were not over Christian Bale as Batman, and they did not truly accept Ben Affleck. Had Christian Bale been in Batman v Superman, I think that movie does a lot better. Uh, than what it did at the box office because people like Christian Bale and you're bringing over somebody they know. If if in a year or two they have another X-Men movie and they bring in Wolverine, then, you know, people are just going to kind of be like, you know, yes, they're going to be like, it's too soon, you know, why are you doing this? And it's like, are you just going to once again try to make the stories about Wolverine? I mean, they're going in another direction. I think they need to stick with that for now and have the focus be on, you know, other mutants because you don't want the whole focus be back on Wolverine.
3: I agree
2: with that. I agree with that. Because all we got to do
3: is say. throw him in the suit.
4: No,
2: you and don't. You just like, oh basically my God.
3: said you never want to see Wolverine again. That's how I read it. No, <laughs> yeah.
1: that is not what I said. I said all right, go Tell me what you said. Started, you started a universe without him. So it does not okay. make sense for you to now thrust him right back into that franchise, let this saga end, and then revisit adding Wolverine, whether you want it to be the Wolverine that we know or
3: X-23, to the universe at that point. But if you completely oh, do I it now... They we don't even now. know where the saga begins, Sean. What saga? They don't know where it I started you, or where it uh, ends. Okay, if well, no, no.
1: Only
2: reason I If we're doing
1: Logan, they need to
3: wait. Well, no, no.
1: Only reason I said saga... Well, see... see only reason I said saga is because X-Men Apocalypse started this saga. Then part two is uh, Dark Phoenix, and then whatever part three is. So that's why I said it's that saga. So after that saga is done, that you're saying is revolving around Xavier, Magneto, and the kids, then after that, then you can revisit it. But I wasn't trying to say put an axe to them for for good. I wasn't trying to say have (laughs) <laughs> no, I was just saying, I was just saying, if they came out and said, hey, the girl who played X23 in Logan is going to be stepping in, uh, not now, but later, I wouldn't necessarily have an issue with that either. But
3: I mean, I'm they saying. God, I didn't say mean, don't bring her in. I'm saying don't take out Wolverine. That's all I'm saying. No, okay,
4: so that's a <laughs> that scenario. That, 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 that to me is a different scenario.
3: Yeah, I agree with that because that's what? a weird the whole why thing. Why not I'm introduce, introduce him through today. Deadpool? Exactly! But that doesn't
1: make sense, though. Why? Hold on. Say it one more time, Why not? Say it
4: one more time, My son sina- Okay, if you're trying to bring back Logan as mm-hmm, Wolverine, mm-hmm. no, I think they should wait about four or five years. But if they're wanting yeah. to bring in X-23, yeah. I think they can do that now
2: because yeah,
4: I agree with that. people. No. no. She's, a oh. she's a different. She's a different. She's a different mutant. No. She's no. Not, you can yes. do that
3: now. Yes, they can. You can, yes, can
4: yes, do that. Can.
1: Well,
3: you I can't. You, go can. you can't
1: bring her in. You can't bring her in right now because you just had a movie. That gave you the end of Xavier, the end of all mutants, and then the end no, of Wolverine. Yeah, 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 You can't bring her in. So I'm in saying, story the, if, wise, but they
4: could bring her, into like bring her in, like right Jean or now. something. Oh yeah, no, yeah not, if, if not in the Jean, not in Dark Darkseid. Yeah. But I'm saying they could bring her in a lot sooner. They could bring okay, her in a lot on, sooner Kenny. than they could Logan.
1: Hold on, Cannon. Joel, this is what I'm saying. I am not like when you're talking. <laughs> Hold on. In this current franchise, this current franchise with James McAvoy as Xavier, okay. in this current franchise, that's a young Xavier.
2: Yeah, it's right? a young everybody. We agree, agree on
1: that. Okay. Yeah. So if you bring in X23 right now, X23 only came around once, mm, no. when Xavier yeah. was older. Yeah I'm, I'm 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 yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, I'm not talking
4: about that. was
1: Yeah, I'm not talking about. Okay, that's all I was
4: saying. <laughs> That's all I no yeah saying. yeah yeah you're yeah. right about that You can't bring her in right now But I'm saying you yeah. can slide her in a lot sooner Than you can uh, Logan And it's almost well, like they created right. Logan So that they wouldn't have to slide her in Because she's so far in the future You know well, so I'm, like, curious uh, hear,
1: <laughs> I'm curious to hear Dan's thoughts Because Dan, Dan was Dan kept saying Why not Dan, Why, I this, know, why Dan. not what Dan I was, saying, don't here, don't
5: I, <laughs> I, I was saying that Why not introduce him in the Deadpool canon
3: Oh, uh-huh, that it would be is. my, I I my goal, that. bro. Like yeah.
5: Deadpool three. Like if if Cable's going to be time jumping, and and uh, and they want to introduce a new actor as Wolverine, why not do it? Because it could bring humor to the fact that it's not Hugh Jackman anymore, and they and and everybody would just kind of roll over that. Like let's say Tom Hardy is cast as Wolverine, which I'm not still I'm not in love with, but let's just say he is. Uh, uh, Deadpool makes a quip like, "Wow, you look different," or something like that, and then Cable, Whoa. Cable just says, "Well, I, I, I brought, I brought him over from this dimension, or whatever." And then we have, we have our our younger Wolverine, Wolverine and he's yeah. in Deadpool three, or or something like that, and then and then he gets his own movie, or then he joins the other X Men, or or whatever it's gonna be. I think Deadpool I is figure. a play for
1: sure. Yeah, yeah, I no, agree with that. I'm, I'm not against that at all. Yeah. I think the best chance you have of introducing. Logan Wolverine is through Deadpool and the best chance you have of introducing X twenty three is
3: through the new mutant.
1: So I don't I don't disagree with what you're saying at all.
3: Yeah, we all agree it should be not now but later.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not right now yeah. but later. Uh um, I do think they right, missed so... an
4: opportunity to bring Hugh Jackman in on the Deadpool movie though, because I think I think yeah. Ryan Reynolds wanted that so bad.
1: No, they I did. don't yeah, think they, they missed out.
4: I think I think, they did. I think
1: maybe you can get you can get Hugh Jackman to make a small cameo in this in this upcoming one. Mm, he said he's done, man. So I believe him. I
4: he's done.
3: he's done. done no, no, I, don't, I don't, don't want him to come back at this I, point. I don't. No, no, no,
4: no. I'm
1: not saying I'm not saying in a capacity to fight alongside Deadpool. I just mean to make a
3: cameo. Yeah, if it's as Hugh Jackman, I'm fine with it. <laughs> but not as Logan.
1: Why? Why can't he make a cameo? Because uh, he's
3: COVID? done. Logan was the end. That's, that's it for that Wolverine. If we're going to have another Wolverine, it's another Wolverine. It's not Hugh Jackman again. It's done. Uh,
1: agree to disagree. Um, but you I can agree to agree say disagree. Kanan. I do want to say, though, Kanan, I was never upset about Christian Bale leaving as his, his Batman. You said that before. I
2: wasn't, and it I made wasn't me either. Sick.
1: <laughs> it made me kind of sick. I was just like, Nah, he needed to go. He needed to go. Um Absolutely. actually you know what? You know what? Ouch. I won't I won't go into another topic. I'll actually end the show on that. I'm How not. is everyone's reaction to Christian Bale not signing on to do B V S? Were you happy or did you wish he stayed? I'll start with Dave.
2: Uh,
5: do I think that Christian Bale should have been in Batman versus Superman? Yeah. Absolutely not. No, no way. That's a completely different universe. It was a different Bruce Wayne. It was a different Batman. Um, now, if they were gonna, if they were gonna attach the Nolan verse somehow to the Man of Steel universe, I guess it could have worked. Uh, and I was hoping for maybe a fourth Batman standalone with Nolan, even though Dark Knight Rises didn't please a lot of people. I, I, I still like it, but um, I think they made the right call in, in casting a different Batman.
1: Yeah, see, the only reason why I would have never been... Oh, well, let me not say would have never been. I'm not upset with him not signing on to do BVS is because he was never the Batman I envisioned. He was the Batman I had to put up with. I didn't have a choice, but he was never the Batman I envisioned. Uh, now, I won't be one of those guys who lies and goes, well, when Ben was casted, I knew he'd be my bat. Like, no, I didn't know that either. But once I saw BVS and I saw the way and carried himself not only as Bruce Wayne but as Batman, that's the guy since uh, Batman the Animated Series I've been waiting to see on the big screen. So Christian Bale to me, and again, I'm going to bring this fun fact up, never kick in any of his movies. Just putting that out there. Uh, last time I said that, someone thought I was lying, but if you go through and watch all three of those movies, never kick. That and I Wasn't always he? doubted on. his... Hold on,
5: hold on. Hold mm-hmm. on. Thinking now Go ahead. in the scene, <laughs> in the scene, not to be a dick, but in the scene where um, the Joker is 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 crashing the Harvey Dent fundraiser at Bruce Wayne's place,
2: mm-hmm. isn't mm-hmm.
5: isn't Batman held by like two Joker goons and then he kicks the Joker and then that's how he loses his knife or something like that? I
1: think he does. Oh damn! Come on, I think on. he you does kick. Not what, oh, boy. Boy,
5: you said there's no kicking. That's a kick.
1: Yeah, you want to count that?
5: legs. You that? I always, wanna, I I always that? had that's a kick. problem. I always had a problem with the Nolan action scenes, especially when it came to hand to hand to hand combat. Yeah,
2: that's terrible. And that's what scene. makes the that
5: that's that's what makes the the warehouse scene that much better. Even though if, if we never saw a Christian Bale fight scene, that warehouse scene is, is, is it might be the best Batman scene we've ever had, but the 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 uh the choreography isn't, isn't the worst we've ever
1: seen but that's still a kick
2: <laughs> yeah a kick right, is a I'll kick i'll give that's that true. to you that's true.
1: i'll give that to you but come on man that's I a win. Stretch of that stretch is a kick that's a stretch of a kick but no. but no um no cuz after playing the arkham games and, and seeing what a full martial arts batman looks like you just kinda go, Wow, why couldn't we have that in the movies? And then B V S dropped and you were like, Whoa, why haven't we had these in movies? So oh, I've always no. felt as though my Batman should have been a better detective and should have been a better martial artist than what we saw from the uh the Dark Knight trilogy. Not now that's a not a takeaway from those films at all. Now. Yes, yes, even that. And multiple costumes.
2: So yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. pretty
1: dope also. Yeah. Um and, and I'm sorry, I've always been a fan of the more hands-on Alfred. Uh, I was never a fan of the Jarvis Alfred, which I called the uh, the one from the Dark Knight uh, trilogy. He was more of the Jarvis. Remember uh, Stark's Jarvis that was a human? That was literally just his butler? I was never mm-hmm. a fan of that Alfred. I was always a fan of the uh, hands-on Alfred. So I appreciated mm-hmm. the one we got from BVS more. I just feel as though this is a Batman I've always wanted. From the movies, and what we got uh, today with Ben Affleck and and, uh, Jeremy Irons. So, you know, like I said, I didn't hate Christian Bale's Batman. It's just the Batman that I had to put up with because I didn't have anything else. But now that I have something else, I definitely favor the Batman and Alpha that we have now. But Kanan, what are your what are your last thoughts before we wrap it up?
4: Well, I just want to say that Christian Bale did enforce some type of. Uh, martial art fighting style with this fighting. Yeah. I mean, it, the fight scenes the weren't choreographed well. Style. Yeah, he did the yeah he did the K.C. fighting, which was you know kind of a defend yourself while you know Close being quarter. offensive at the same time. But uh, no, I mean I, I agree. My comment wasn't that I wanted Christian Bale to be Batman. Uh, Nolan wanted his world to be separate. They kind of said that that's how it was going to be. I just think a lot of people who were not familiar with what DC was going to do with the universe. Uh, just kind of were like, hey, you know, we've really enjoyed Christian Bale as Batman for three movies. Why not have him, you know, play Batman in the DCEU? Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he he wouldn't have fit. But, I mean, Christian Bale's like, yeah, I mean, that's not my thing. But then he's even come out and said that, uh, you know, he may have reconsidered if asked. Um, I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not 100% that that's what he said. But he did say that, you know, that he may have given it a second thought or he would have even liked to have played Batman again. You know, um, see, I, like what, Chris what I love Christian He wasn't the best Batman. I don't think he would have been able to, to go toe-to-toe with Superman as well as Ben Affleck did. No, uh, but, no. <laughs> um,
1: but, see, that's what I love yeah. about Ben Affleck's Batman. When Ben was talking about, because everyone was talking about how they got the phone call um, about being whatever character they were. And when Ben was, like, he was sitting in Zach's office and Zach, uh, you know, Took the this curtain off of this uh, Dark Knight Return statue, I was just like, yo, no matter what Zach does in the future, I will always be thankful that he gave us that Superman, that Batman, that Cyborg, that Wonder Woman, that Flash. Mm-hmm. Like he really gave us some really, really, he gave us a really good lineup, and I'll forever mm-hmm. be thankful to him for that. And he gave us our best Batman Bruce Wayne combo. Uh, now, unless people want to argue uh, Michael Keaton, he gave us the best one-two combo that you could have ever asked for. So I'll personally forever be thankful to him for everything he's done creating this universe with the characters and the cast that he has because they've been some really good ones, man. Gail Godot, one of the biggest ones, because that surprised me. I do all over that before uh, before BVS and before Wonder Woman. so. Like I said, this, this guy, I'll forever be thankful. That was a really great lineup. But mm-hmm. let's, let's start to wrap it up. Uh, Dan, uh, you know, say your goodbyes and tell people where they can find you, man.
5: Uh, I just want to thank you guys for letting me be a part of this again. It's always super fun talking movies and defending things. And somehow it always comes back to Batman versus Superman, which is always fantastic. <laughs> so
2: um,
5: it always does, regardless of the subject. We were talking about Inhumans and somehow Batman versus Superman came up. So that's great. Um <laughs> um so i just want to thank you guys for letting me be a part of it you can find me at c and b movies on twitter you can find my youtube channel uh infinity beyond sinfinity and beyond on youtube and as i'm trying to keep up with all this news i keep getting text saying hey we got to make a video got to make a video you can find me on the geek vibes nation youtube channel for geek vibes news i promise you we'll
1: have a bunch of stuff this week all right thank you man <laughs> I have noticed we do always bring it back full circle to BVS, but uh, we can't help it. Um, but we were glad to have you on. Uh, Kanan, t-
4: uh tell everyone where they can find you, man.
2: What's up? Everybody
4: can find me on Twitter at GeekVibsNation. Joel said something like, what the, f-? and I just made <laughs> me laugh. I don't know what he's doing over there.
2: <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> but yes. Uh, well,
1: okay. I just want you guys to know Kanan and Joel are the worst people to be serious around. Uh Joel <laughs> tell everyone where they can find you.
3: Uh, uh you can find me at Joel underscore J twenty seven on Instagram and Twitter and Joel Jimenez on Facebook and G buy live every Saturday night, eight o'clock. Did anybody
4: understand yes. what you just said? I
3: don't think so. Slow it down, no that motherfucker.
1: That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> But everyone, everyone, I want you to stay tuned. We will be having a weekly show for Gotham, Arrow, um, Flash, and Walking Dead coming up. Our wrap-up show of Flash will be this Tuesday, and our wrap-up show of Arrow will hopefully be next Thursday night, um, leading you into the season premiere in about three or four weeks. So stay tuned for that and stay tuned for everything we have on tap, we also have an interview with someone from the movie It, so stay tuned for that. We will not tell you who. You just have to be ready it. And we have Michael
4: Rosenbaum it. Thursday. And right. we have
1: Michael Rosenbaum. Oh, wait. So then, no, Arrow won't be Thursday. It'll be Friday. Sorry. We have Michael Rosenbaum next Thursday. Stay tuned for that, guys, and we will see you
3: next week. Peace.
5: Peace. Later. Later.